Welcome to The Conversation. I'm Heil Russell. And I'm Dustin Jackson, here once again. Dustin, did you have to think about your own name? Because there was an uncomfortable <laughs> pause there. And I never know. Like I'm like, oh, does my co-host know to introduce themselves? Or have it, they it w- <laughs> forgotten it, everything about their identity? <laughs> it wasn't written down in the notes. I had to scramble to come up with something. Yeah, we use those notes as a crutch sometimes, and then oh, <laughs> oh, wait, wait. Uh, what, what, what are my uh, thoughts on my own self? Oh, oh, Shoot, shit. Name, name. Didn't prepare for that. Yeah. Uh, welcome back to the show, Dustin. Uh, Thank you, Heil. I'm happy to be here today. Yeah, we're going to talk about Conquer today, which... Why, <laughs> why are we talking about Conquer? No reason. It just just wanted to, you know... It kind of felt like it. Sometimes you just, you just kind of spin the wheel that is the Donkey Kong universe and you see where it lands. And you're like, all right, well, this is the week for a Conquer episode. Now, I generally think of Conquer in the springtime because here in the Northern Hemisphere, it is spring at the moment. And Bad Fur Day came out. Uh, in March of 2001. So I, it's just a game that I played, you know, during the springtime. So it's just one of those associations. So whenever, you know, the, the trees start budding and the bees uh, start having sex with sunflowers or whatever it is, uh, I, I think of Conquer. And, you know, same way I, I think of Banjo-Kazooie in, like, end of june early july or i always think of donkey Kong country three around late november it, it just just one of those associations you know so we'll be talking about conquer uh there is a little bit of news across the donkey kong universe and i thought you know it, it would behoove us to discuss some of the happenings around the dku just because none of this is uh, worthy of its own episode so we we used to discuss the news all the time at the beginning of the conversation and it's just it's worth doing sometimes uh so this week on nintendo's website they had all of these little little comments from Sakurai himself, Masahiro Sakurai, about Ooh. the reveal trailers from Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. All of the character reveals, he wrote about a paragraph each on what they were thinking when they created those reveal trailers. And, of course, among those little comments... So I sound so dismissive of them when I call them little comments. <laughs> his his tiny little musings. Yeah, like like he's being like snippy or something. They're just little comments. <laughs> he's just just talking about King K. Rule. No, he he discussed King K. Rule and Banjo and Kazooie's reveal trailers, and you know not much new here, but it it's worth sharing. So for the Rivals trailer, the King K. Rule reveal, um, Sakurai said, We knew that there was a lot of demand for King K. Rule to join Super Smash Bros., so we decided to tease the viewers, making them think he was coming, before revealing it was a fake, and then showing that he is actually coming. 
King DD <laughs> King DDD appears because, as with the other reveal videos, we are trying to mix in fighters from other series to give a feeling of it being a collaboration. Uh, so, you know, n- not much that was unknown here, but it's just another little bit of validation to all mm-hmm. reporting that, you know, King K. Rool is one of the most requested characters with the Smash Ballot. And, you know, just, just nice to see that confirmation. I think we now know, like, Sora was, was the most requested fighter in the Smash Ballot, but... Mm-hmm. As far as, like, Nintendo characters go, K. Rool was up there or, or basically one i don't know where he was vis-a-vis ridley but yeah let's go there yeah for anybody who ever doubted dk vines reporting our uh, nose to the ground scoops we, we had the scoop there first so thank you for yeah confirming. so don't don't even try to come in here saying you got the scoop first <laughs> heil when you first saw this k rule trailer yeah were you fooled by it was I fo- like? I was like, "Oh, they're not doing." DDD, K- did DDD fool you? I hate to say it, but like, I was so like caught up in the moment. I did like in retrospect, looking back at it, it's like, no, of course this would be K Rule. They wouldn't like tease K Rule and then not do them. But in the moment when DDD took off that costume, I I seriously went like, oh. No, they, 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 they thought they, it was real for like a second. It was never a question in my mind. Like as soon as we saw K. Rool's shadow, as soon as we saw his silhouette in the sunset, it's like, yeah, of course this is K. Rool. Like they wouldn't do that. They wouldn't. I, for one thing, they wouldn't create a new model of K. Rool just to say, ha, gotcha. You yeah. Fucks. Like, like now I know they wouldn't do that. But at the time I seriously thought like, oh, they got me. Oh, geez. No, it, it it I I was I was just and you know for me it's hard when I'm watching trailers to process them. It, it, yeah, it, exactly. It's almost like I am being bombarded with new imagery and it's sensory overload for somebody like me who is obsessed with the small details, the fine print. You know, it's mm. hard for me to really take stock of what I'm seeing because it just, it just comes in a blur and I will actually misremember things. I'll think I see things. Then I go back into them later on and I'm like, Oh, I guess I just imagined that. (laughs) So for this uh, trailer, it was, it was just almost like white noise at a certain point. I was like, Oh my God, King K rule is in super smash brothers. And, And like, I was shutting down at that point. So it it wasn't until I went back and I rewatched and I rewatched and I rewatched probably twelve or more times that day mm-hmm. that I was actually able to uh, absorb, you know. And and so there, there's never any question for me that it was real, but I don't think I would have been susceptible to it for that reason, for my sort of night blindness when it comes to trailers. So right. Yeah, there there was just like a, a small fleeting moment where I was like, "Oh, Sakurai got me. We're not getting K. Rule. <laughs> I can't <laughs> believe he would do such a thing." So, with the best friends trailer, Dustin, would you like to read this? You know what, Hyle? I would love nothing more than to read this. So, best friends. With the Banjo and Kazooie reveal video, we were aiming for what's called in Japan Japanese comedy terms a uh, tendon. Or tendon, I don't know what would be the best way to pronounce it. In English, a callback. 
where we repeat the same joke again. In this case, we followed the King K. Rule video. The ending is, of course, inspired by the defeat of Gruntilda in the original game. Yeah, so th- this was mostly just informational for me because i now know what the japanese term for a callback is yeah (laughs) and it's like i might have to incorporate that into my vernacular because it's fun it's fun to say oh yeah that's a nice tendon there (laughs) you know now what you were talking about with k rule how it kind of took you some time to to process that he was even in that kind of happened to me with this with the banjo kazooie trailer because so when this first came out, I was uh, streaming the direct for some friends to all watch it together. And then as soon as this started up and the jiggy hops across the screen, I, I was like, whoa, wait, wait a minute. And then I just did not interact with anyone else in the chat <laughs> for for the rest of the time. I just kind of left. Yeah, I, I mean, you saw I recorded my actual real time reaction to it. So, oh, I saw. Right? Yeah, so I mean that's on YouTube. Cameron, Jeff, Mitchell, and me. Uh, we we were all on the couch together, and it, it was confusion at first because we were like, "Why are we seeing the K Roll trailer again? What is up?" You know, and Jeff like called out like, "Oh, is it is it a new villain?" It's because it's it's the rivals thing. He was he was hung up on the rivals thing. And and then, you know, once we saw the jiggy bounce across, it was like time just stood still again. But I think having other people there with me, it, we were able to be a little bit more cognizant, or at least I was, of what was happening, where I, I wasn't in that weird bubble of isolation that I was when I watched the K. Rule trailer. So, right. yeah, it was like we were calling out things as we saw them. And uh, just a little bit of a delay, though. So we, we would see uh, bottles and it would be like, beep, 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 bottles! It would take, take a while to come <laughs> come up to the forefront. But it's interesting because, uh, you know, I didn't learn much from this. But seeing the reaction on social media from this, like for people commenting on Sakurai's comments. And I'm surprised the amount of people talking about bubbles. I'm, I'm surprised the amount of people who apparently didn't like the Banjo and Kazooie reveal trailer. They didn't like that. It was a tendon. They, uh, <laughs> they, they were like, once we saw the jiggy, it wasn't a surprise anymore. And I was like, well, who cares? It it was brilliant. It, it was like for me, like in our DK Vine bubble of uh, our little atmospheric biodome, we love it, obviously, because yeah. it, it, it ties in thematically to the K Rule trailer. It unifies the whole DKU. It was everything we could have wanted, but apparently there are people out there who really wanted to be surprised by Banjo and Kazooie. And they didn't, just didn't like that it was K. Rule's trailer with Banjo Kazooie pasted over it, which really wasn't because, I mean, yeah, the introduction was, but then we got the Ginginator goring K. Rule, and that was yeah. that was fresh. Um, so, Yeah, and the whole thing where it uh, references the ending of Banjo Kazooie. I don't know why, but even now, that just seems like such a wild thing to reference. Maybe it's just because it's Nintendo doing it, and they haven't referenced Banjo-Kazooie in, like, in so long at that point. Yeah. Uh, But it's just cool to see them do something that's a specific reference to it. 
Yeah, especially, I mean, I, I commented that day how surreal it was to see King K. Rule getting uh, gored off of Grunty's lair by the Ginginator and then getting trapped in a boulder, uh, underneath a boulder. <laughs> you know, it, it, it was just like one of those weird notions that you would have, uh, you know, with all of the ideas you have growing up playing these games being a rare fan and just imagining oh what if king k rule uh teamed up with gruntilda what if he was you know what if he met banjo kazooie and fought them and and stuff like that and and just to see it actually play out in such a specific Mm -hmm. way that was just tailor-made for us and and the audience the fandom of those games I couldn't come up with a better trailer. I like the. Agreed. I, I was thinking if I wanted Banjo and Kazooie, if they were to get in Smash, of course I was like always fantasizing about what the trailer would be like. Um, since Super Smash Brothers Four onward, when trailers were a thing for newcomers, and I was like, well, what would that, what would that be? And after the uh, K rule reveal, I really started like pondering that and i was just thinking you know i i definitely wanted donkey kong and diddy kong to be incorporated diddy at the very least i wanted mm-hmm. i wanted their shared lineage their history to be acknowledged in a in a major way or at least a subtle way and we got that above and beyond from what i thought we would get so it it, it was great i was just surprised that some people don't like it and yeah everybody's different everybody has their own tastes their own wants yeah and i can't get exactly i can't get agitated by that but i was just like this is something i thought was universally beloved and oh no (laughs) turns out we can be jaded and cynical even about this and then i saw other comments like you know okay sakurai didn't do anything with k rule and banjo and kazooie besides put them in the game they were they were garbage tears i'm just like what what? yeah you know people have their own opinions i don't agree yeah it's just like i don't know i i'm so past cynicism and i just at least when it comes to my hobbies and it's just Mm -hmm. like k rule is perfect in the game absolutely perfect do i like playing as banjo and kazooie as much as k rule no but I enjoy their presence in the game. I, I do enjoy a lot of their moves. It's not, for me, like, K. Rool fits me like glove in the game. Banjo-Kazooie, uh, it's a bit of, more of a learning curve. But I I still, like, I don't think I would change anything. Yeah, like, uh, ban- for me, Banjo and Kazooie are my mains. Like, as soon as they were put in the game, I was like, sorry, Diddy, you're out. Banjo and Kazooie, you're in. But I, I try to keep all of those DKU characters at the, like... For sure forefront of my rotation but uh i yeah with banjo and kazooie it's like what would anyone even want changed i play just like they do in the games yeah they they feel very authentic which is great and so does k rule um so i i wouldn't change a thing about them in the chat right now because we course stream these live for the patrons as we record them we we record without a net basically it's the danger zone what the five dollar and up dk vine patrons hear when we record the conversation it can get rough especially if we have to edit it out so they're seeing us foibles and all but um 
Gibbon says that uh, if Conker ever gets in, the trailer better fucking start in the treehouse with Diddy, DK, K. Rule, Banjo, and Kazooie sitting around. Ha ha. And I agree. Just Andre said, yes, it better. And I, of course, I, I made an image portraying what that would look like with, uh, I think this is based on a comment that Jeff made on the conversation where Donkey Kong goes to yawn and then somebody pees in his mouth and he, <laughs> he looks outside and there's the silhouette of Conker and you could just take it from there. But who could have done that? And then going off of uh, Cameron Regal's holiday card that he did for us back in 2019, we could even have it. Uh, Pikachu be the Conker in disguise. Oh, that'd be a good one. Where the real Conker comes down and, and I don't know, shoots him. And hits him with a chainsaw. <laughs> yeah, just chainsaws him in half, which I feel like is <laughs> fan art we, we did back on DK Vine circa the year 2000 we did our we did our <laughs> monthly pikachu gets mutilated by dku character concept <laughs> art because we we couldn't abide that something was more popular than the dku so we're gonna take, <laughs> take it down that, a notch. pokemon yeah well we sure showed them they they <laughs> stayed in their lane after that oh <laughs> uh, hey Dustin. Uh, so I don't know if you, you, you heard the news today. Uh, oh, you hear about this, Dustin? Oh, yeah, yeah. You hear about this? Classic Kyle. Yeah. Classic Kyle J. Leno. Breath of the Wild 2 was delayed until spring 2023? Like April? I don't know. Uh, yeah, no need to tell me, Kyle. I had my torch and pitchfork. I was out there. Yeah, a lot of people are upset about this delay that is, is what, like, at the most, like, six months? Like, like oh, okay. It, it's, it's been delayed. You, you can't play it this autumn. You have to wait another season. Like, sure, I, I guess you can be upset about this. I don't know. Uh, yeah, see, for me, I'm not that upset about it just because... The first Breath of the Wild is great, but it was such a huge game that I kind of had my fill. I'm not even jonesing for a Breath of the Wild 2, so I, I don't really... I'm sure once it gets closer to it, I'll be more hyped for it, but it doesn't bother me that it's been pushed back farther, because to be fair, we didn't even have a date to begin with. We were just told sometime in 2022. Well, now it's spring 2023. Yeah. It's like, okay. I did want to address this, because I've been seeing little comments that <laughs> you know hey now now nintendo doesn't have breath of the wild 2 in its a big holiday lineup this obviously must mean that the rumor new donkey kong game is going to be slotted in for a november release and i would just like obviously to, i would just like to come out and say no it does not mean that it does not not mean that it actually means nothing in relation to Donkey Kong, they were not done with Zelda, so they're develop, developing it longer. They're they're leaving it in the oven a little bit extra to get it nice and golden brown. They uh, they, they they're not linked the two things, and and I know like the, this idea like, well, back in the day, you know, Banjo Kazooie was delayed until summer '98, so they released Diddy Kong Racing in its place, and it's like, yeah, they 
one, Nintendo really didn't have anything else that holiday uh, yeah. season. And and two, you know, they uh, they had it ready to go. Like, it, it was Diddy Kong Racing was just luck of the draw. It was really far along, and it, it could come out in its place. And, you know, maybe the Donkey Kong game is that far along. Maybe it, it would be ready to go. But I don't think Nintendo has to worry about that. They still have Pokemon. Uh, you know, the, the aforementioned mutilated Pikachu and, and crew. <laughs> they're going to they're gonna be in a new game that people are apparently excited about. And, <laughs> well, I, I don't keep up with this, Dustin. I'm, I'm in my DKU lane. I stayed in my lane, Pikachu. Pikachu just decided to go on a cross-country tour. He needed everyone else's lanes all to himself. Yeah, Pikachu went on his own grand tour and uh, it's everywhere now. But yeah, I mean, it's it's it. There's no relation, and I understand the desire to like make these correlations to draw these lines. But don't get your hopes up, right? Like, yeah, E3. Uh, we just found out this week will officially not be happening this year, even in a digital form. Whether or not we get game reveals in June, as we used to do, uh, maybe you know we'll hear something then, but we might not. It's just the game will be announced, Donkey Kong. That is probably when it's about three months to six months out when they're ready to announce it. That's when we'll hear something. Uh, until then, it's going to be kept under you know lock and key. So just hold yeah, your breath. Yeah, I hear Donkey Kong's going to be in it. Yeah, probably. That's a safe assumption. I would say yeah, we'll, we'll see. Out of all of the theories right now, that is one that is hundred percent confirmed. <laughs> but I also hear a lot of doom and gloom. Like pe- people are just getting weird. Like they're like, oh well, if they don't announce it at e3 or whatever is in the place of e3 this summer then it's just not happening then then (laughs) dk vine was fed false information it's star fox is dead it's star fox grand prix all over again (laughs) and no it's not no donkey kong's not dead i there's there's stuff i could tell you that you would have no assumptions for and once i told you you would be like oh okay well i'm calmed down now like it's i haven't heard any new information about the game since i shared all the information i had about the game but donkey kong is never dead donkey kong is always in some form of development or another and there's good stuff ahead the theme park alone like jeez you don't you don't have a theme park for a dead franchise. You don't. Exactly. It's just I I don't know. I I'm done talking about this really because I have nothing else to share. Anything else would just me be me speculating and whipping people up into a frenzy. I don't want to whip people. I don't want to get them into a nice frothy lather. That's not that's not <laughs> what I want to do. So, you know, I, I'm done talking about it until I hear more stuff, until we have anything else to go on. But don't worry. Just don't worry. Just stop worrying about it. We're yeah, come a, on. We're going to get a new Donkey Kong game. Eventually. But yes, E3 has been canceled. And we don't know what like, the scope of what E3 
would have been is looking like we we don't know if there will be game reveals all the same week or if you know nintendo will be like oh sweet we don't have to do anything we'll see you in august you know we we, we don't know <laughs> what's going to happen but i just wanted to say right now that even if there is nothing happening the week that e3 would traditionally be held DK Vine will still do something. Like uh, two years ago, we did our not E3 streamaganza, right? Which was fun, uh, where we just streamed DKU games all day. I don't know if we're going to do another streamaganza or if we'll do something a bit more varied. But we will try to, in our best way, do an at-home E3-like festival atmosphere for Donkey Kong, Rare, and Platonic fans for that week. So, you know, uh, mark your calendars. I don't even know what week E3 was supposed <laughs> to be this year. I don't even think they ever got that far. But we'll, uh, we'll, we'll have some fun with it, one way or another. So, Yeah, it'll be like we're really there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> without the game reveals or the chance of catching COVID. <laughs> exactly, the two best parts. Uh, and finally, Jitsu Squad has launched on Steam. What is Jitsu Squad? Well, Jitsu Squad is a 2D beat-em-up game in the style of your Battletoads or your, your Double Dragons or uh, Final Fight. That's That's one, right? <laughs> that's one of them i yeah, think yeah uh it's, it's launched on steam and uh there'll be console releases later this year but it was a kickstarter backed game that features appearances by yuka Lely, and orextro they are assist characters in the game you can't play as them but they'll show up they'll they'll beat up characters for you and it, yeah, it's, it's a new DKU game, and so I just wanted to say we will be doing an episode about it, uh, f- first impressions-wise, on the next episode of The Conversation, which will also kick off Ukulele's fifth anniversary week. Yeah, wow, you, you has ca- it been that long? It's been that long. Ukulele is five years young. So we will have a couple different things that week to honor Ukulele. And part of that is, at least on social media, I have to rebrand as YL Vine or YL <laughs> Hive or, or something. I lost a bet with Platonic, so <laughs> I, I have to rebrand for the week to, to honor ukulele. So Really rolls off the tongue. I know. <laughs> yeah, right. YL <laughs> Hive? I, I don't... <laughs> All right, and before we move on, due diligence, Dustin, due diligence. I would love to talk due diligence. Yeah, support DK Vine on Patreon, dkvine.com forward slash Patreon. You know, we're we're independent media. We're uh, we're just winging it here. You know, we we have no highfalutin backers we we don't we don't you know we're we're not in the pocket of texan oil men or you know saudi nationals here we're we're just scraping by uh and that's all thanks to the patreon if we didn't have that we wouldn't be able to do this so it keeps the lights on 
bare minimum that's what it does but you know the more backers we get the more the more patrons we get the more we can do with those funds so uh please if you enjoy the conversation if you like any other stuff we do on dk vine think about you know sending a dollar or so our way a month or more or more if you are uh, a billionaire you could probably uh afford two dollars a month i don't know but that's at dkvine.com forward slash Patreon, or you can switch those around, patreon.com forward slash dkvine, or you can just Google dkvine Patreon. Whatever you want to do, however you want to find us, we'll be there, and we'll appreciate it. Thank you very much. Also, thank you. subscribe to dkvine on Twitter. I know people get anxious about social media. They don't like being on social media, but... You don't have to engage with social media to follow us on Twitter. You know, you 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 could just you know go to dkvine.com forward slash Twitter or the other way, uh, and you know you could read us. You, you, I, I I tweet every day. I I I I have insights. I have thoughts and I have feelings, Dustin, and I want to be heard. I read them every day, Heil. Your thoughts mean more to me than most people's thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say my own. Um, <laughs> I always look to you for what I should be thinking. No, I try not to tell people what to think. And in fact, like I try to create a uh, a nice mellow environment on social media. I don't get angsty. I don't get jaded. Occasionally, I'll crack a joke that's a little bit barbed. But you know, I I, I try to avoid the whole whole uh, you know controversy creates clicks mentality of the internet with dk vine in general you know i i'm not here to get people enraged and to get their eyeballs i i want people to feel like dk vine is a nice warm blanket wrapped around their bodies i can't get to sleep at night until i've read uh heil's tweets for the day actually it's it's harder to get to sleep when you're looking at the uh the blue light of your screens. That's true. Yeah. So maybe, you know, maybe read that if you've like medicated yourself, if you've taken uh, a couple Benadryl or whatever. (laughs) Yeah. It's already taken care of. And then you just fall asleep with your phone in your hand. But yeah, DK Vine on Twitter. Check us out. All right, Dustin. Why are we talking about Conquer? Why are we talking about, what are we talking about, Conquer? Because there's nothing happening with Conquer. He wasn't in Smash. <laughs> That's true. He didn't chainsaw Pikachu in half like we wanted him to. Uh, Kyle, I wanted to talk about character design stuff today. And okay. you said, let's do Conquer. He has a lot of those. Yeah, Conquer. So this is this is interesting, Conquer. More interesting than you might think. All right. All right. I, I hear people. I hear them <laughs> tuning out. And I'm like, no, no, this is actually interesting. This this orange reddish squirrel uh, cartoon character is more interesting than you would think when it comes to character design because Conker has, you know, reinvented himself. Not not literally reinvented himself. He has been reinvented by others more than any mainline DKU character uh, in subtle and drastic ways from game to game like characters like the kongs or banjo kazooie they have had 
changes to their character design. With the Kongs, it's been a more gradual thing over the years. You know, Donkey Kong's nose slowly changes throughout the years. We, we Cameron and I did an episode where we pr- primarily focused on Donkey Kong way back in Season 5. This is kind of a sequel to that. Uh, but, you know, Banjo-Kazooie, of course, had the infamous nuts and bolts redesign the entire cast that appeared in nuts and bolts got a makeover uh, controversial to this day but conquer he hasn't really been the same except in two games he, he's he's looked the same he's changed he's evolved he's gone back he 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 never really stays stationary and i i find that interesting that I, you wouldn't think, you would think that, you know, oh, we have this iconic design for this character, let's just keep it. And, and no, they can't leave well enough alone. And, and maybe we'll we'll dig into the whys behind that. Maybe we'll uncover something like, oh, that's why they put shorts on him. I don't know. But, um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, it's interesting, even at Rare, even it, even with Conker's main home, he changed designs three times. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's well. He had three designs. He changed twice, but yeah, it's that's that's. Look at Banjo Kazooie and Donkey Kong. They didn't change that much. Like Banjo Kazooie, hardly at all. Donkey Kong at least got like real fur as time went on. But man, across across his games at Rare, Conker's had three different looks, and that's so weird to me. Yeah, especially since like you you have you you have the design he started with and diddy kong racing conquers pocket tales and and then you know we had bad fur day live and reloaded and that's not that much time between designs like a few years it's crazy that they didn't just stick to just one design yeah and i think you know his bad fur day design will be the look of conquer going forward as it is you know like I don't know if Conker will ever have a full-fledged new game. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he did, but mm-hmm. uh, but I think any appearance going forward, as we've already kind of seen, will kind of draw more from the Bad Fur Day design. I think it, it wins by default for being the most iconic. Right. But... And... Oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, it, it's the most iconic, but it arguably it hasn't appeared the most... Uh, and that, that's, that's funny to me because <laughs> the Conquer design that has appeared the most, at, at least in more than one game in its, you know, unaltered state is the original design for Conquer, the, uh, what you call Gen 1 Conquer. Yeah. Take that, um, Pikachu. <laughs> this is the that's real a, Gen that's 1 That's a tendon. Here. That's a tendon right there. <laughs> Oh, that's attendant to attendant. Um, yeah. So conquer in these early games. Uh, Heil, I don't. I hate to say it. I tried to look into who the actual creator, the original designer of conquer is, and I just could not find anything. As you know, Rare was very secretive back in the day. They didn't really open up about this kind of stuff. So eventually they did, you know, you have your uh, Ed Bryan's, your Steve Males, all these character designers, your Kev Bayless's. Yeah. Uh, 
but you really don't hear much from the character designers of the Conquer game. Yeah, it's funny. Conquer, it, it's kind of become known as this auteur thing. Like Chris Seaver is is so linked to Conquer, and other people at Rare are are like known for their involvement with Conquer. Louise O'Connor, uh, Robin Beanland, you know. Um, among others, but Chris Seaver, I think partially because he voices Conquer, there is just this link. So it's kind of hard to like parse out everybody else who contributed to the tapestry of Conquer throughout the years because Chris Seaver just kind of holds a monopoly on it in people's imaginations because he is Conquer himself, you know? Yeah, like, you you hear some names, like uh, Robin Beanland, of course, uh, Louise O'Connor pops up, but I feel like specifically, especially on the- Chris Marlowe is another big one that's still at Rare, yeah. But I feel like in terms of, like, character design stuff, I don't, I haven't heard a word. I mean, I've I've seen, like, some names, but for every single one of these Conquer Generations, I wanted to write down who was responsible for each one. And I couldn't find a single thing. I know Don Murphy. Don Murphy is was the lead artist and character designer on Bad Fur Day. Um, yeah. I, so I, I would I would assume yeah. he's responsible for the Bad Fur Day design, but you know I can't back that up. And like, I would assume you, you know Conker's Quest started before Diddy Kong Racing, so I can't just look in the credits of Conker's Quest. That's not a thing that exists. And Conker's Pocket so, Tales was made by the handheld team, so it's not yeah. really reflective of what was happening with Conker's Quest slash 12 Tales before it became Bad Fur Day. Like, I know when it was still Conker's Quest in 12 Tales, Mark Betteridge, the uh, the software engineer, I think it was more his baby at the, at that time. Um, and, and then Chris Seaver slowly kind of like became, I like, I, I know Seaver was working on it. I don't know if he really took the reins and became project leader after a certain point. Uh, I, I, cause again, this was a very secretive time from rare and all I have to go off of are like magazine interviews from the time that, you know, Mark Betteridge was the, the lead guy out there talking about conquer before it became bad fur day. So, uh, it's just interesting how there's a there's a lot of unknowns from that from the public's perspective from this time um and especially early conquer before it became bad fur day right and uh you know we've seen uh chris siever does do some art here and there so it it's totally possible that he was responsible for it at least his bad fur day design i i would doubt that he had anything to do with uh conquers like original look he has but, a lot uh, of disdain for it i think yeah <laughs> <laughs> and anything pertaining to pre-bad fur day conquer he kind of uh, turns his nose up on uh i mean it, in a gentle sort of way he's never malicious about it but uh you know it, the the early conquer the early conquer design uh which spans from E397 when Conker's Quest was first announced and you know they they showed off the game and it was a big deal because it was rare it was going to be rare's first self-published game it was revealed right alongside Banjo-Kazooie which was more you know of a Nintendo joint at the time so you know rare was going to have conquer and they were making Banjo-Kazooie Banjo-Kazooie hyphen Kazooie the game for Nintendo 
<laughs> and um, so they were like a, a pair of like that best represented this evolving relationship between Nintendo and Rare. Like Rare would self-publish games, but be, still be exclusive to Nintendo. And they would also make games to be published by Nintendo. And, and Conquer, that version of Conquer was ubiquitous for like a solid three years onward until Bad Fur Day was revealed. That was the look of Conquer in everybody's imagination. That was the Conquer that appeared in Diddy Kong Racing, that debuted in Diddy Kong Racing, and would later get his first game in Conquer's Pocket Tales. So I still actually think of this Conquer in a lot of ways as the default Conquer because that was such um a defining time for the DKU and for my own fandom. That was the time in which we launched DK Vine. And and so that, that, I mean, that's the conquer that interacted with the Kongs or at least Diddy and, and Banjo and everybody else on Timbers Island and pocket tales. I mean, love it or hate it. It holds a special place in the Canon, especially when DK Vine, uh, gets talking about it we we all have uh our personal attachments to the game whether that be ted the boat builder or forrest wong or honker the skunk or that time that <laughs> conquer was believed to have murdered the town undertaker but it was actually honker that shot him and then conquer uh, went who to jail forget? and then had to break out of jail and then got into a shootout with conquer or with honker at the was it the bank that they had to shoot out at? Yeah, it was <sighs> great game. <Congress laughs> that's so Dose. that's so funny because that exact scene you described that could easily just be something in Bad Fur Day too. You wouldn't have to change that, <laughs> right? Much. That's that's not too out of place. So this this early Conquer design though, I still think of it when I shut my eyes and I think of Conquer. Like pull, come on, brain, pull up Conquer. I think this is the Conqueror I go to, even though I look to my right right now and I see the first four-figure statue of Conqueror on his throne <laughs> from Bad Fur Day with the glass of milk in his hand and the crown. And, and he's, you know, he's the Bad Fur Day Conqueror. And and I, I, I'm i like, yeah, that's Conqueror. I understand that's Conqueror. I look behind me. I see the Fangamer plush of that Conqueror. You know, uh, like I said, that Conquer is probably going to be the standard Conquer going forward. But mm-hmm. I shut my eyes and I still see this early Gen 1 Conquer. Yeah, when I close my eyes, I see his uh, horrifying face from Conquer's Pocket Tales. You know, the one where he has like the really beady pupils? Yeah, I, I it's it's weird. Like, were, were they like looking at Super Mario 64 and they're like, this is what gamers want nowadays. Games start with giant close-ups of the character's face. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, they, they need a giant conquer face with tiny beady pupils on a pure black background. It Just a void. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Watch out, Mario. Yeah, so this, this early uh, Conquer, uh, Gen 1 Conquer, as you call him, um, when you compare him to the later Conquer designs, uh, the thing that really strikes me is his fur is a lot darker. It's it's yeah, actually it's actually it's like pure red. It's it's more reddish. It's actually closer in color to a real squirrel, a real yeah. red squirrel 
then later conquer which uh i believe it was daily uh who said that the later conquer from bad for a day onward reminds her of the cheetos mascot he he looks like he <laughs> smells of cheetos because it is such a bright vibrant orange that yeah he it, only gets more orange yeah and i look back at the fur of the gen one conquer the og conquer and i'm like well at least he looks like something from nature and not something that climbed out of uh, the irradiated forest around chernobyl you know (laughs) that's true yeah his first even if you look at the pocket tails render in particular it's it's even more brown than red like i think the fur effects on the other ones bring out the redness but the pocket tails one doesn't even have fur and it's really more of a brown color which is also a good squirrel color yeah and diddy kong racing and some of the renders the public renders for 12 tails he's got the furry shenanigan effects you know rares mm-hmm. rares realistically styled acm fur that it took nintendo a decade and a half to catch up with um, but <laughs> The pocket tails conquer. He's got the more just uh, untextured fur that you know. It's just you'll just have to take our word for it. This is fur. Um, it, <laughs> it just kind of looks like a plastic action figure of conquer. I'd love to own a plastic action figure of conquer. We're finally getting uh, a banjo kazooie action figure. So you know, maybe maybe uh, the, apparently conquer could be around the corner. Well, that that company does have the license for conquer, so. Oh, that's true. I totally forgot. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You, I. I don't dislike this design, but I. I do have some small nitpicks with it. Um. His expression doesn't change much, which you know is you know excusable given the time it came out. But he always looks tired to me. <laughs> like his eye, his eyelids are a little lowered in every single one. So he's just always. It. It looks like he just woke up. He just got out of bed, and he's like, "All right, let's." Let's do this. I'll wake up as we go. To be Don't fair, the, the Bad Fur Day Conquer also has his eyelids lowered uh, Yeah, I, I, I feel like something something about it works a little better for me. I don't know if it's just because the color's more vibrant or if they're, like, not lowered quite as much. But I, I don't really get the impression that that Conquer is tired. And this, this one always looked tired to me. Which but. is weird because that Conquer is always hungover. Where yeah. <laughs> yeah, we presume this conquer has never had a drop of drink in his life. I think it's this beca- conquer's always pretty excited too. All his voice clips are like, "Yeah!" <laughs> wow, yeah, you, 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 your microphone just peaked like a couple oh, times sorry. because you were so excited based off that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I think the difference is the Bad Fur Day conquer does have the facial emotes like he's very expressive that was one of the big mm-hmm. graphical draws of that game was look we're basically having a real life cartoon character uh on your n64 uh look what we can do and whereas right. early conquer only appeared in game in diddy kong racing and conquer's pocket tales so we really only judge him from the renders uh, that that appeared and yeah he's always mm-hmm. got that perpetual like droopy eyelid so he does look like he's just tired, but I don't know. He like, I I think it almost makes him look more devious in a lot of ways. At least like, <laughs> Bad Fur Day Conquer always kind of has this shit eating grin, or or kind of um, 
cheekiness to him. Whereas this conquer, he almost makes him look smug. I don't know, like the smug little bastard. Like, man, I'm conquer. Oh, I'm gonna have my own game. Oh, like I'm I'm debuting in a Diddy Kong game, but and I I've already got my own game lined up. My my life is made. <laughs> I've got it made. I'm a trust fund brat. Yeah, he's he's kind of more of a uh, a mischievous trickster. It feels like. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I mean, like, I it might just be the buck teeth too. Like, he's a squirrel, and the the one constant across all of the iterations of conquer are that he has the very prominent two front teeth which which mm-hmm. is almost like um like a woodchuck or, or something um <laughs> i don't i don't know like if you really associate it with squirrels but the one thing that you can tell hey that's conquer are the buck teeth yeah um and and sometimes the buck teeth make him look i don't know a little bit um bratty or or what the right description would be but he uh he definitely like i i can see how conquer would rub people the wrong way they would look at it and they would just be like fuck this guy even even in his cutesy <laughs> early days it's just like yeah what what are you what are you thinking there conquer i i think it was matt corna actually let me see if i can pull this up so in, in the dk vine gallery we have captions you know and um those have been my favorite for so long. Like over the years, even as a wee tyke, I was like, I like the captions on the pictures. <laughs> uh, I mean, that was it was just because there used to be the uh, the alt captions on Rare's website that would always have a funny or shockingly disarming, like bon mot you know thrown in and you're like, oh my god, I can't believe they said that about this character. So it was just something we <laughs> as uh, little little baby men like really ripped off from Rare's website. We like that. We want to bring that onto our own website. Um, so this is Matt Corna's caption for the standard Conquer render from Conquer's Pocket Tales, and it stuck with me. Whenever I think about this Conquer, I think about this caption. Looking disconcertingly pleased with himself. Check his bed for wank stains. <laughs> i was gonna say that as matt but i i can't really do it justice so uh the, the very uh matt corna you know voice that we all know and love but yeah i mean that's that really sums up this conquer is check his bed for wank stains like he he, <laughs> he looks like he got away with something and he's feeling very good about it he's like tee hee hee guess what i just did <laughs> um Yes, there, there's some other small things like uh, Cameron actually pointed them both out in the chat. Uh, the weird indent Conker has at the top of his head is is a little weird. Yeah, um, it, so... it, it looks like his head's kind of separated into two halves and and dips in in the middle. So, yeah, this this is something that they smoothed over in Bad Fur Day. Um, it. it so the young conquer design I sometimes refer to as old football head because it, <laughs> it looks like it's a football, uh, an American football, uh, a gridiron mm-hmm. football, you know, not not an association football, which Americans know as soccer. Well, U.S. citizens know as soccer. Everybody else in the Americas calls it football. We're, we're the outliers here. But anyway. I say that because uh, I, I've always like, wow, they really like even got the shape wrong on the Young Conquer design. But actually, 
the young conquer shape is closer to the original conquer's head shape uh which has the indentation in the middle so i wonder if that was an intentional callback to that or if if cuz young conquer would take place after pocket tails but before bad fur day so maybe that it was the he grew out of that old football head stage but <laughs> i i don't know i don't know the um the the shirt he's wearing it's it's very similar to diddy's shirt except the blue it, tank top it, it's it's a blue tank top a sleeveless you know um diddy's course has the red tank top um there there seems to be like some sort of yellow markings on the side i can't really like i i don't know in, well, in some of the renders he's got like a little yellow stripe on the side on the side well, i the think it's top. just yellow on back i think it's blue on front yellow on back so like uh, chunky I, I kong so like chunky kong shirt yeah like like that has the weird like half and half thing like no shirt actually looks like this but sure yeah. Oh, yeah. Gibbon just confirmed that's how it is. It's yeah, yellow, yellow on the back, on the... right? Which it's funny because you usually see him from the back in this version in Diddy Kong Racing, at least. But I never really think that. Yeah, he's got a yellow, yellow back. It kind of bleeds over though, um, a little bit in the front in some designs. But yeah, I mean, this yeah. is this is kind of a bland, like, I don't know, a, a bland garment for your like what what at one time was probably pegged as rare's lead character like this will be our mascot going forward conquer the squirrel uh and of course that never happened and because of the way things shook out banjo kazooie are probably like the closest thing rare has to a mascot at this point mm-hmm. as far as like a traditional mascot character um but I, I'm sure at one time, you know, the Stampers or somebody at Rare was thinking, yeah, you know, the Conquer's ours, completely ours, and and he will lead us to the promised land. And, <laughs> yeah, it's just, just kind of a, like, at least... It's Diddy, funny to think about now. You know, Diddy started off with just a completely red tank top, and it wasn't until a year later that they started adding the stars to at least the promotional renders and then they were officially incorporated in the games in with Diddy Kong Racing in 97 and um yeah it just it just it, there's just nothing to this um and it, like i don't yeah. know, i think it just needs something else like it just needs a little something that's like tied together it it's too too samey in the middle yeah, it it like you said, it is just very similar to what Diddy wore before the stars, so it really doesn't have its own identity. Maybe if he had like a big roast ham on it, like a big picture of a roast ham, he just could say that's the iconic Conquer roast ham shirt. He's just you know paid by the Ham Council to promote ham. <laughs> or, yeah, you know a squirrel's favorite food. Or it could be like, hey, uh, I'm making my heroic debut fighting a giant pig from outer space. Look at what we do to pigs on Earth, motherfucker. <laughs> Look at the shirt yeah, right twice. here, buddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, notice how you, you never see another pig in the Conquer games. Uh, his shoes. Now, the the shoes are weird because they, at first glance, look similar to his shoes from Bad Fur Day. But they are, in fact, a little bit different. They still have the yellow, like, uh, tip 
uh, above the toes and they've still got like the white lining but there's a red stripe that doesn't go all the way around like his shoes and bad fur day do and also there's a little uh oval on the sides of it that i think is supposed to be a play on like the converse logo like we don't Mm. have a star on these so this isn't like the star clothing brand that tootie wore uh and diddy arguably wears but and that the uh running shoes from the original release of banjo kazooie were adorned with um they they keep that personally blank but i think the overall aesthetic is supposed to hearken to like uh converse i don't know i think so and yeah it's it's probably just these renders but his shoes also look a lot pointier than they would become like i it i i don't think that was the implication because they still look rounded enough but Mm. compared to how they would look later later they get like cartoonishly rounded and bulgy while these are a little more narrow yeah um but his feet aren't really what i want to talk about dustin (laughs) i i knew this was coming uh even though we have been tiptoeing up to this Uh, (laughs) so his hands what are going on what the hell are going on with conquer's hands because here, here's the thing. He's not wearing gloves in in his Gen 1 appearance. Diddy Kong Racing, Pocket Tails, and what would have been 12 Tails. He's not wearing gloves. I think these are supposed to be furry hands. Yeah, but... it's it's kind of like it's kind of like Banjo and Donkey Kong where they like shave their hands. Their hands are hairless, but they have like uh, fur sleeves. Hands. Yeah, I, I don't think that like Donkey Kong wakes up every morning. He's like, "Well, time to shave the old." <laughs> I gotta digits. look presentable. Yeah, yeah. That's just let me lather up my fingers. <laughs> no, I just yeah, because think... I, I can't even really tell if Conker has like the uh, furry shenanigans on his hands or not. It's kind of hard to tell. In in but one render, boy. he does. In one render, okay. he does. Uh, so yeah, Conker, he's you know got the four fingers like most uh, Western cartoon characters of his ilk do. He's um he's he's got like whitish or off white hands, and in some of the renders, like in Diddy Kong Racing and Pocket Tails, they match his uh like the skin around his mouth and nose, right? But mm-hmm. the problem is is um, the one Diddy Kong Racing render in particular where he's reaching for the balloon. Um, it looks like his hands are not made of flesh. Like, (laughs) there's no meaty squirrel flesh on those bones. It looks like he's got marshmallow hands. Or, or like, some sort of crinkly fluffiness is is, uh, sticking out of his arms. And... I, I don't know. It, it it doesn't look right. It looks upsetting, no. <laughs> quite frankly. And this is in no way meant to disparage any of you out there who may have marshmallow hands. I don't know. You might you might have like opted for you know. It's like, well, I, I have to get a prosthetic. What do I get? I know what I want. I want to have a marshmallow hand. And if that's what you <laughs> want, and if that's what brings you joy, then all the power to you, my friend. Um, I'm just saying it doesn't look right on Conquer. I don't think it was a good choice for him to make. That's so funny that you describe them as like marshmallow hands because my description for them was like the exact opposite. Oh. I, I described them as like skeleton hands. They look very like segmented and bony. And so every time I looked at them, I was like, ooh. 
Ooh, I don't like that. Some of the early and cheaper rare renders from 94 through, you know, 2002 or so, they they do have, like, the segmented look. Like, a lot of those early yeah. Donkey Kong Country renders have a very, like, clear, like, oh, yeah, and, and this is connected to that, and, yeah, I see how they modeled this. Well, they didn't really start smoothing those kinks out until around 95, um... With with the the later Donkey Kong renders and whatnot, but and like Killer Instinct renders versus Killer Instinct Two renders, big difference yeah. there. Um, yeah, I I don't know. I just think they're they're a bit too fluffy to be skeletal. But <laughs> <laughs> there is one render, and I think it's from Twelve Tales, um, where they actually render fur onto his hands. It's still more in line with the color around his mouth but it's not skin anymore it's like he's got hair on his hands and it's it's kind of a <laughs> golden yellowish kind of wonder fur. how that happened i mean i i i assume he he's always supposed to have a little bit of hair on his hands just not as much hair as he has everywhere else um but <laughs> yeah th- this still looks weird it looks like i can see why they eventually just gave him gloves because it yeah. still doesn't look right it looks like he's wearing furry mittens <laughs> yeah exactly i was gonna say that i wonder if that was the exact reason why they gave him gloves later i'm on sh- because- i'm sure like not only is it more evocative of a cartoon character you like your your bugs bunnies or your mickey mouses does bugs bunny have mm-hmm. gloves i've never actually yeah. looked at his hands yeah okay yeah, Bugs Bunny has white clothes. I, I, I've honestly, at this moment, realized that never once in my life did I have a desire to gaze at Bugs Bunny's hands. Oh, you're missing out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hand hand fetishists aren't a thing, really. Like, we got the people who love the feet, but but the people who go for hands, it's not really a thing. I know there are hand models, but so there must be people who really love hands. Yeah, everything's a fetish. I guess. I guess you're right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm sure people have accused me of that, like, as much as I've analyzed Diddy and Dixie's hands over the years. Been like, <laughs> he's going on about these golfing fingers. He's, he must Something kind of funny about kink. that, Heil Russell. Yeah. Hey, you can think about me whatever you want. I, you know, whatever makes you happy, whatever gets you off, so long as you do it within the confines of the law and respect it towards others. I say go for it. Yeah. <laughs> That's Hyle's catchphrase. He's always saying that. Yeah. Um <laughs> anyway, uh I, I I hate Conqueror's hands. I I <laughs> I don't I don't think they've ever looked good, uh ungloved and it, it's funny because yeah, until well, <laughs> until we had this discussion, I would be like, "Yeah, I, I I like Conqueror without his gloves. I like him going all natural. You know, I like him uh, feeling the breeze against his uh, <laughs> against his thumbs." But no, uh, no, I hate it. I hate it. It does one of those uh, Ren and Stimpy close up paintings of Conqueror's hands, and it does the foghorn, the ring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, I overall I still like this design fine. Uh, yeah, I know you were saying you still can kind of consider it the default conquer, but uh, you, yeah, I, I think just so long being so used to the bad fur day design, it really doesn't come to mind anymore. But I still like seeing it. It's a very nostalgic design for that era. Especially, it, it definitely helps convey that conquer is younger. 
Yeah, yeah, totally. He looks like a kid here. He looks like a, uh, a just a a whimsical uh, child, and whims- that's great. That's whimsic- great to sell. A whimsical forest dwelling child. Um, yeah. I, I before we move on, I do want to touch upon the general design of every iteration of Conquer's games, like the world he inhabits, because. Right. Along with Conquer evolving, the the look and appearance of his neck of the woods has also changed. And, you know, Conquer's Quest slash 12 Tales, I think, like, looking at the screenshots and video footage we have of it, it would have definitely been one of the more vibrant DKU games. Rich and cartoony with very, like, prominent primary colors, a sunny deposition. It... You know, it gives me the same kind of, like, rural woodlands, uh, wonderland vibe that, like, yeah. certain areas of Banjo-Kazooie do. But, like, I think more influenced clearly by Western animation, uh, as Bad Fur Day was. But I, I think it's a lot more pronounced here. You see a lot of, like, Disney influences in this version of Conquer than, I think, later versions. Right. And, and one last thing I wanted to say is, you know, we've seen videos, we've seen video footage of uh, 12 Tales, even though it never came out. And I this Conquer model in the game is still very good. Like, it's still very expressive. Not, you know, not as much as what we would get later in Bad Fur Day. But, you know, his face is still making expressions, and that was very uncommon for game heroes at the time. Yeah. Like you don't see Mario or even Banjo. Their faces just stayed static the whole time because you know they don't really need to but conquer it's crazy just seeing i remember one video of like the title screen and he's like yeah uh-oh and you like see his mouth animate it's crazy <laughs> yeah i i think that was always going to be the uh one of the big selling points of conquer because you know rare during this era there was always going to be um a, a hook to, to the game, uh, a talking point to the press. Like, of course, with Donkey Kong Country and Killer Instinct, it was the ACM graphics. Um, Diddy Kong Racing had the mechanism where drivers reacted to each other, you know, in, you know, you, you would pass them, they would look at you, you, you know, there would be, it was kind of like Mario Kart 8, all the memes that generated from that, but years ahead of, of that. And, um, yeah. I think it was like real dynamic uh, RDA something. I don't know. Robert Downey Jr. I, I don't know. But it, it was <laughs> uh, it, it was that that was like the big talking point for Diddy Kong Racing and all the trade publications of the day. And I think with Conquer, it was definitely the, hey, look what we can do on the N64. Uh, look how far we've brought character models. Conquer was announced uh, not even a year after Super Mario 64 came out in the West. And I mean... It it looks like light years beyond it even then. So yeah, like uh, at the end of the day, I am glad we got what we got. But boy, just it, it's so impressive to look at what they were accomplishing even back then. Yeah, ultimately, I'm not one of those people who are like, oh, I wish we would have gotten Twelve Tales instead of Bad Fur Day. I think Bad Fur Day meant more. Especially with Banjo-Kazooie being as good as it was, I think it kind right. of... Wh- whichever of those games got out first would have, I think, harmed the other. And I, they were in kind of a cold war with each other in development, you know, to the point where Conker was outpacing what would become Banjo and, and they went back 
reinvented it as Banjo Kazooie, and then it just, everything kind of clicked into place when they were like, "Well, what if we just make Super Mario sixty four but better?" Um, and then yeah, the rest is history. So I think having that identity as Bad Fur Day ultimately makes Conquer as iconic as it is. Like it, it finds a role yeah. for it. Um, but I do get nostalgic for thinking about this time period where I was you know, getting hyped for 12 tales. I, I was, I was ready for Conqueror's own game on the N64. Uh, I was just imagining the possibilities. And then we had pocket tales along the way. And, you know, it, it's, it's, it's funny how the story of Conquer became one of constant reinvention because I wouldn't have guessed that back when Co- Pocket Tales came out and we were still looking forward to 12 Tales. And um, I was just like, oh, yeah, Conquer's story. It's going to be about acorn people and other weirdness. <laughs> and birthday presents. And, yeah, and birthday presents. And um, who knew it would become what it became. And <laughs> Gen 2 Conquer, the Bad Fur Day era. So th- this, yeah. is the, this is the Conquer that everybody knows, more or less. Right. Um, I think it's a very sleek design. Um, just looking at him, like, especially in the renders, he still has fur, but it's not so bushy. Like, it's very sleek, very slick back. Um, and I like that. I, th- I think it's, uh, I think this is the best Conker's fur has ever looked, at least. Um, you know, his fur would get a little out of control here and there. <laughs> yes. But th- this this feels like a very elegant design. And like you said earlier, it is very evocative of uh, classic Western animation like Looney Tunes. You know, he has the he has the cartoony white gloves, the no pants. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In in general, I feel like Bad Fur Day um, takes its cues more from Tex Avery, Looney Tunes, the Warner Brothers style of animation uh over disney um and maybe because those just in general tend to be more crude and more um mischievous um than than their counterparts at the time i don't know but yeah yeah it, it's uh as far as conquer himself goes um uh, you, you're right like it, it almost looks like he uh he got a trim like he got a full body trim and um you know he's wearing the the short-haired look uh, I don't know. Maybe he was shedding his winter coat. I I I don't know how you explain <laughs> this in universe. Um, maybe he just slept on it. Funny, he, you know. He, he, he is having a bad fur day after all. So maybe that's true. When you say this is the best his fur ever looked, I think you're kind of being rude. <laughs> I'm sorry, Conker. I didn't mean it. I meant nothing by it, bro. Uh... Um, but but yeah, when I this really does strike me as like closer to an actual squirrel's fur i might be wrong i don't go out looking at squirrels every day but i don't i don't really necessarily think of squirrels as being like uh really bushy other than the tails i I feel like their fur is usually pretty uh slick back like this so uh, i mean generally a change for the better conquer is based on a european squirrel which i don't encounter when i'm having my wilderness (laughs) adventures so whatever true i guess i never have whenever i befriend a squirrel whenever i get up close and personal with the bushy tailed kind you know it's i'm I'm not thinking like oh you look just like a friend i know his name is conquer have you met him i'm like wow you're gray you kind of look like rodent (laughs) <laughs> I think that every time 
getting getting some real rodent vibes from this guy. <laughs> um, yeah, you're you're right though. He looks less tired now that I'm looking at it, and part of it too is his cheeks might be f- um, more filled out. He doesn't seem to have. Uh, as many uh, dimples in his cheeks, and I think it, it mm-hmm. gives him a fuller, fleshed-out appearance. It's probably just the uh, the beer weight he's putting on from all the drinking. <laughs> he's, he looks a little bit more bloated, but I think it helps make him look less gaunt and, and yeah, less he tired wears as it a well. result. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, and the white gloves, they really pull it together. Like, I... And until this day, I would have argued against the necessity for Conker wearing gloves. But now that I look at the comparison shots that you've compiled for me, now that I'm really ruminating on it, oh my god, never take those off, Conker. It's a horror show underneath. <laughs> yeah, you know, I feel like every single time we see uh, Conker's hands, it uh, leaves a little something to be desired. Um, we'll <laughs> get more to that a little later. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I just think this Conquer is just so, it's such an elegant design, for lack of a better word. Like, it really gets across that uh, cartoony vibe. It's nice and expressive. It's, it's, it's really not too much in any direction. It feels, uh, I, I guess that's just the best way to put it. It feels refined. And what really helps is that, I was complaining, too, about the, sameness of the tank top uh you know the just it's just all blue i feel like we just we just like sussed out why they changed conquer the way they did because all these conversations must have come up uh during development being like wow you know we 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 can we we need to break this up a little bit so they instead gave him uh a jacket uh, with a yeah. big comical zipper right down the middle. <laughs> I love that zipper. Yeah, it 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 makes total sense. Um, I can't think of many other video game characters who just have a hoodie. It's a, it it mm. is a hoodie. I I call it a jacket, but technically it is a hood. We never see him with the hood up, so it's easy to forget that it it is yeah. a hoodie. Um, and it's just a nice, solid blue color. I, I feel like the color scheme of this Conquer is great, too, because, uh, you know, blue and orange are uh, complementary colors, and they just, they narrowed in on that. That's they why, said, yeah. Yeah, out with the red, in with the orange, just because it complements the blue a, a tiny bit better. Uh, that's why you see on all the movie posters. I don't know if it's, yeah, yeah, I exactly. don't know if it's still, uh, like, the design trend, but I know, uh, i for quite a bit of the last decade, you would see all of these movie trailers that would just be hues of orange and blue. And even if it wasn't logical to have those colors be dominant, that is, that is what they would just, just rows and rows of, you know, DVD cases back when DVDs were the, the primary, you know, viewing <laughs> method of media, but it would just be blue, blue and orange, blue and orange, blue and orange. And you eventually got as sick of it as you did the wah sound in the trailers. <laughs> that just happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They Man, wanna... Trailers always find something to fall back on. You're, you're, we're not so different. You and I, Dustin, <laughs> Oh, uh, but the man. world the world is changing. So, uh 
Um, Conquer has to change with it. The, uh, the like I said, the shoes are the only thing that breaks up the orange and um, blue and, and little white. I, I guess with the gloves because the the shoes incorporate just yellow. Um, like they still have the yellow tips on them, but they've changed them so yeah. they don't look so much like Converse. I th- I think they didn't want to get sued. And actually, we just had these discussions with uh, like why did they change the running shoes um, in Banjo Kazooie? E- even even in Banjo Kazooie itself, I didn't realize in later releases of the game they changed them from the the star logo to what became the turbo trainers in 2e with the little lightning bolts and mm-hmm. um it was because yeah they got too close to converse and and so i'm wondering if that's also why they completely changed conquer shoes they got rid of the little ovals on the side and they also made the red stripe go all the way around because looking at the conquer shoes in gen one they they just had a little stripe which converse also has so I think they just like, oh, yeah, we got to change these or else Converse will get litigious with us. We already yeah. had to change them in Banjo-Kazooie, <laughs> so let's change them here. So Don't want to piss them off again. Uh, yeah, overall, I, I like this Conquer. I think it's it's still clean and simple. It rectifies the problems seen in his earlier renders. And yeah, it, th- there's a reason why this has become the default Along with Bad Fur Day being his most recognized and celebrated appearance. Yeah, it, it's just very, uh, it, it's it's simple and it really gets across what they're going for. The more uh, Looney Tunes classic uh, character design. And I, I, I do feel like a lot of that is lost with the next one. But, you know, well, it, it doesn't really matter because they eventually went back to this. Yeah. And this is, like you said, this is kind of the conquer they put out now like you know that um you of course are familiar with the recent u2's conquer figure yes i i mean so, i don't i don't i i ordered it i don't own it yet because they haven't shipped it mm-hmm. but you know but the original artwork for it so before they showed off the model they had like a picture of it like concept art and it was the live and reloaded design it was uh in that little collage of designs I have here, uh, it's it is that specific render of him in the throne. Yeah. Um, but in the final version, it's his bad fur day design. So yeah, I think I feel like someone uh, from Rare might have said something, being like, "Look, this is a cool pose, but this is kind of the conquer you should probably use. This is the conquer everyone knows and loves. Not so much this live and reloaded one." Yeah, it's hard to say. Um yeah but I, and that it's just pure speculation right. but they they did we do know that they were going to go with the live and reloaded design but then switched back to the bad fur day one yeah and there are plushes of the live and reloaded conquer that exist yeah um they i mean made made during the contemporary era of the game but yeah i mean i i, I think going forward like this is probably rare's preferred take even if I, i'm not sure if there was any behind the scenes haggling that went on with the u2's folks or not um really quick i wanted to talk about his in-game model though because we go on about the renders oh but, definitely uh the in-game model it's amazing to me how faithful it is to the render it, it's there are no compromises made along the way. Like there Yeah, is... he has all his fingers and everything. He has all of his fingers on the N64, the system 
infamous for its just blocky polygonal monstrosities. And here you can count all of Conker's fingers in game. It's amazing. Yeah. Well, I, I I think sometimes he has the mitten hands, but like when they're when he doesn't need to have individual fingers, like if you're just like running around as him. But in sure. all the cutscenes, yeah, he can perfectly act with every single one of those things. He can flop those fingers around like nobody's business. Oh, yes. Yeah. We we always say, you know, Conquer in a lot of ways, Bad Fur Day is more of um an interactive movie than it is a video game. And I think that might be too hot of a take. I think that that's a little bit dismissive. That that's one of the like very, very crude uh, DK Vine talking points that I might f- clap back a little bit against as I get older. But um, yeah, but I, I get what you mean. Like the, the focus is more on the story. And even, even Chris Seaver admitted that uh, the cutscenes were kind of seen as your reward for going through the game. Yeah. So, it, it's not a traditional platformer in the case that Banjo Kazooie is, or even Donkey Kong 64. And you know, it, it, was able to carve out its own identity next to Banjo-Kazooie and Donkey Kong 64 in a way that Donkey Kong 64 never could. So I think they made the right decisions, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I would say, I don't know how hot a take this is, but I would say Conker's Bad Fur Day might be the... It it comes down to taste, but I would say it's probably at least the most technologically the best-looking game on the system. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it, it is, I think, night and day. I, I think that, you know, there, there are some effects that I, mi- I might say, like, oh, that's not the best it could look on the N64. Like, the way it um, conveys fluids, like blood and shit and, uh, <laughs> you know, all the fluids, uh, urine. Um, it, it, it looks a little bit weird, but it's, it's very stylized. And I yeah. like the way it looks. I'm just... You know, um, I'm not sure if uh, if it's the best uh, that runny stuff could look on the N64 when compared to other appearances of runny stuff. Like, I don't know, Wave Race might have better uh, <laughs> better liquids than uh, Conquer, but I think uh, for the most part, man, a Conquer Wave Race clone where you like <laughs> you what you ride your Wave Racer around and that's a hard thing to say. You ride your wave racer. Ride your wave around. racer around. You wipe your wave racer around. You wipe your wave Whoa, 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 You ride it around in like uh, feces and urine and all sorts of stuff. What a great Just idea. Come piss and shit. Yeah. Is there any sperm in Conquer? There's I don't, no I think sperm that's the in Conquer. Yeah, no. They, I think that's the one missing fluid. For, I think they just had to save something for the sequel. Yeah, you know. <laughs> you don't, Watch out. You don't want to blow your load too early. <laughs> no. Uh, uh, but yeah, I, I think Conquer is probably the best looking game on the N64. I don't think that's too yeah. hot of a take, too controversial. Um, and I, I, I you know, I, I think even if Dinosaur Planet had made its way out on the N64, Conquer would still look uh, more impressive graphically than than dinosaur planet would have but you know um that's that's just i think partly too the kind of game they were making you were able to have like more of an emphasis on the appearance versus just making sure the mechanics work right you know right um the the overall look of bad fur day that complemented this conquer it wasn't the same vibes as 12 tales and i don't know how to 
adequately explain the way I feel when I play Bad Fur Day. And maybe Dustin, you, the uh, the illustrator, the animator, the design expert between the two of us, maybe you'll be able to help articulate this. I always feel like the design of Bad Fur Day is more gothic in in, in uh, its its nature. Like the architecture, I know there's gothic architecture, it you know referenced in Bad <laughs> Fur Day, but I, I just mean like the the design of the um, the buildings and just the the look of the world. It has kind of this harsher feel to it that's um, sort of underline the western animation stylings that that yeah like supported um, punker's quest the way i always described how bad for day looked is um it it does get it does have vibes of old western animation but in in like a very specific way like i it, i'm even struggling to describe it myself like the kind of vibes i get from conquer's overall world kind of um it reminds me of really early like 30s and 40s animation in in particular not like right after the rubber hose era not like the black and white cartoon era but like kind of around the era of like pinocchio and snow white um mm-hmm. there's a lot of brown colors a lot of like more earthy colors and yeah. there there are some very like colorful parts too like uh windy has lots of like purples and greens but and but, stuff. but even even windy even like the windmill was changed yeah because you look at the windmill as it would have appeared in conquer's quest slash 12 tales and it was you know multicolored, very vibrant and they changed it to i get earth tones just drab like brown mm-hmm. and yeah and and i feel like it really gives it a feel like, I, I don't even know how I would classify that kind of era of animation, but it's like right after Disney was getting out of the rubber hose stuff <laughs> and getting like starting to make. I don't know what that Mickey means, Dustin. More... You said rubber. Oh, it, you know, you know how in like cartoons like uh, Felix the Cat or Betty Boop and stuff, the characters have very uh, noodly limbs, very oh. uh, segmented body parts, and they're, they're really uh, wiggly and rubbery. That's kind of the term people use to describe that sort of uh, Fleischer, black and white Mickey Mouse cartoons era. Because, boy, they just move around like rubber. I I thought, like, Walt Disney had to give himself several enemas for some reason back. (laughs) It's like rubber hose era. I don't don't, don't know. What was going on (laughs) behind the scenes there? Yeah, that's that's the hose part. The the rubber comes from... uh, well, you can guess what the hose was made out of. That was his favorite kind. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I, I, I love the look of Bad Fur Day, but it's very distinct. And I, I think it's, um... I don't know, it, it seems to be, like, looking at, um... Like, what Chris Siever has done after leaving Rare with, um rusty pup and it it seems to be like his preferred look is it's almost like veering into a tim burton kind of aesthetic but not quite Mm -hmm. like but adopting some of the kind of design sensibilities i said gothic and i think that's the vibe i'm getting there's a little bit of yeah um just kind of um spirit halloween like maybe like (laughs) five percent spirit halloween has been injected uh with the rubber hose into this game and I don't know, it, it, just, it just gives everything, even outside of, 
like spooky and, and areas where you would expect it. It gives everything this kind of harsh creepiness that just underline um, the world that's otherwise very still vibrant and cartoony. Yeah, lots of very earthy colors in Conquer. Um, yeah, I love it. Um, and I do feel like they do move away from it, even just with this next game. Yeah, this next Conquer. the next game, which you would think would have hewed much more closely to it, considering it's half a remake of Bad Fur Day. So Conquer mm-hmm. Live and Reloaded is, of course, the Gen 3 version of Conquer, his next design iteration. And they... This is the most dramatic. I think this is even more dramatic in some ways from going from uh, the Gen 1 Conquer to the Bad Fur Day Conquer. Like, this... Yeah. Like, uh, they they completely rethought almost everything about him. Yeah, there's there's lots of differences, like, down to the colors. Uh, I, I think the big thing people notice when they look at Live and Reloaded Conquer are... The fur effects. He's very oh. shaggy. Oh, too shaggy, let's just yeah. say. Uh, I think it's fine for the most part with the orange, but I think it's when you get to his mouth, his muzzle, that it gets to be a little much. It Because okay. I'm just so used to that, just looking so smooth in the past games. And now it's it's fuzzy as shit. Rare has always been great at fur effects, except maybe this time. And I don't know what happened. Um, And it's weird because I think 2005 in general was a bad year for fur effects. Because you look over at what Donkey Kong was doing with Donkey Kong Jungle Beat. He too had way too much shaggy fur. And the descriptor we've always used on DK Vine is it looks like blow-dried pubic hair. Like like it it looks just puffed out. Um almost like curly a little bit it's just so shaggy and unkempt and you just want to wax them you just want to get it right off there and (laughs) and with donkey kong it's probably more noticeable because he's got the burly you know arms and he's 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 mostly uncovered so you just he's just like a big ball of fluff where conquer you see it in his face and his tail uh it's it's just it's just a bit much, especially coming after uh, Star Fox Adventures, not three years before, which I love the fur effects in that game. Yeah, um, and and it, I do think the fur is impressive with this. Um, in in game, it's totally uh, it's neat to, to to have it, but it is much. It is a lot. The time I notice it the most is uh, whenever you get money with Conquer. And, you know, he does the big shit-eating grin with the money signs in his eyes. Because that mouth fur really hangs in front of those big teeth. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Ugh. Yeah, it's... <laughs> so, I, I I, am not a beardy gentleman, right? Like, I will probably never have a beard. Because I can't go more than three days without running for the razor. I, I just don't like the feeling. I feel like I'm trapped in a cage of hair and uh <laughs> my my face has got to be free it's got to fly dustin and so i see conquer like this and i'm like this is just a conquer who really needs a shave it's 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 awful it's awful 
<laughs> wow. Yeah, no, it's I I agree. This is not my preferred conquer. And it's not just the fur effects. Like I just feel like it's a step down everywhere. I feel like his fur gets a little too orange here. Like he goes from being a red squirrel to an orange squirrel. He's like it's like yellow orange. It looks almost. like tang. You know the beverage yeah. tang that the astronauts <laughs> like? Oh, how could I forget? Yeah, he looks like he's taken uh, a bath in Tang, and he hasn't dried himself <laughs> off. Yeah, and, and the thing is, here you get more of it, even. Well, I get, I guess not more of it, because he trades in his gloves for pants, for shorts, little shorts. And so you see more fur on the hands, less fur down there. And I feel like that's just a downgrade in every way. Like you lose that kind of Looney Tunes aesthetic without the gloves and then you give him the shorts. And I feel like it ruins the joke when he has to piss on <laughs> uh, fire imps. Because in, in Bad Fur Day Conquer, you know, he doesn't have any shorts or pants or anything. So when you hear him unzip, that's a joke in itself. What is he uh, unzipping? Like, right. Yeah. But here it's like, oh, well, he's unzipping these shorts. There's no joke to that. No, it's, and, it's just something you have to do if you don't want to piss your pants. Yeah, exactly. That's just that just makes sense. We get it, Conquer. We're on the same page. But um, I also kind of feel like if this were the design Conquer had from the get go, I would not mind it. No, like, it's, it's not like it's a bad looking design. I think it's totally fine. It's just coming off of Bad Fur Day where I'm like, oh, no, I don't like this. So I think oh, so I was like, why would they take off the gloves when they clearly went through that crisis of Conker's hands look like shit? Let's just put gloves on him. Why would they try again? And to be fair, his hands look a lot better ungloved yes. here than they did back in the day. Like they they found a nice workaround where. They they just gave him the same color fur on his hands, but they added like um, s- visible skin in like the the palm and maybe on the little the, little the tips. paw pads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I I think they did figure out how to make him work ungloved. But why would they take off the gloves? I think. And again, I have no inside information. It's not like I bugged the offices of Rare circa two thousand four to find this out but i think because they knew they were going to focus more on the uh war aspects of conquer and they like they th- on the game case on in a lot of the promotion conquer wasn't actually in this live and reloaded um outfit like you saw him more in the squirrel high command fatigues the That's army true. fatigues yeah. and um in conquers bad fur day he had the gloves on when he you know he just put on a helmet here he's in the full gear and i think they're like well the cartoon gloves don't look right with that so let's just get rid of the gloves entirely and see that and so when he does like all the costume changes in live and reloaded uh, you know he's uh, he's gonna be van helsing you know the 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 cute jackman character that will be his most well-known role for decades and decades after this van helsing yeah Uh, they they didn't really bet on the right horse on that one no they were like well what's iconic uh, in in Bad Fur Day, they were like, "Well, the Matrix. That's probably never going to go away. Yeah, let's do the Matrix." Uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula. Well, that's already been forgotten about, but it's a funny design for Dracula. So yeah, let's go with it. Uh, and and then yeah, 
couple years later. Uh, what did the kids like? Oh, Van Helsing. That's going to be uh, everyone's the, talking about. I'm it. sure. I'm sure there's going to be you know an entire cinematic universe based off of Van Helsing. <laughs> I think that was like two Universal monsters shared universes ago at this point. Um, oh boy. Oh yeah. They've they've rebooted those properties so many times. Anyway, uh, I, I think that's why the gloves came off. Um, and and maybe they're like, now he looks too naked. Let's give him. Let's give him some shorts. Let's give him some shorts. I don't hate the shorts. I don't think they're necessary. I I'm glad Conker doesn't wear them because it's the only time he ever wears anything over his presumed genitals. You know, yeah. you, you don't you don't. <laughs> ever see him wear any sort of pants outside of you know live and reloaded so yeah you get to you get to see where he stores his nuts for the winter (laughs) i i i like the look of the shorts i'll say that much like i i don't it's it's weird but i like that he has lime green shorts with yellow (laughs) uh, like trimming like i don't know they're the kind of shorts that Remind me of a soda I would have uh, drank during this time of my life. Like it's like a refreshing lemon lime beverage covering his oh. uh, covering his junk there, Conker. I, I I don't know. It's uh it it's it's a weird combination of colors with the the lime green and the yellow and the blue and he's orange. Uh, yeah, I think it's I think that's my problem. I think it's a little too much. I think like you have the orange and the blue, they complement each other and then you have the little dash of yellow with the shoes, but then you're also throwing green in there and that green doesn't really go with anything. No, I like I said I like the shorts just as an individual piece, but as part of the character of Conquer, nah. But again, like we barely yeah. saw this version of Conquer in the promotional materials. It was all about Army Conquer. Like that that was the go to look for Live and Reloaded Army Conquer. So Yeah, I and I do think that Army Conquer is a pretty good look, especially since in the in Bad Fur Day, all he gets is the helmet uh for the cigar, costume change. And cigar. Yeah, in the cigar. Here he gets this whole ensemble, which is a little it, it, it is a little weird uh logistically, because like what did the um did the squirrel chief dress him up in this while he was knocked out because yes. he wakes up he just wakes up with it on <laughs> well again you also have to factor in that from our understanding and i think this is actually supported in um some out of universe or like promotional materials some text is that live mm. and reloaded is conquer in 2005 remembering the events that happened in 2001 right right and right. bad for so just remembers bad for day itself <laughs> like Bedford Day itself is a recollection of what happens um, like the day the, before. The day before. So even those details may not be 100% accurate, but by this point in his life, he's imagining things much more exaggerated. Like, I am I was dressed in full army fatigues. Oh, yeah, I, I dressed, was dressed as Van Helsing. Van Helsing, because he just saw Van Helsing, and he was like, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I remember myself dressing right. like that. Yeah, when I fought monsters. Back in 2001. Yeah. So... 
everything about Conquer Live and Reloaded is more exaggerated. And it's too busy. It, it's I I think they it, it's like painting a mustache on a Mona Lisa, right? Like it, it's yeah. like yeah, you could do it, but should you really mess with it? You know, should should you really add all of this? And it's like you know. Th- Adding adding uh, dobacks in the original Star Wars, it, it just it just becomes cluttered, and and you like mm-hmm. maybe they could have scaled it back, but from the context of this is Conquer, like misremembering his life, then sure it, it kind of works in that context. Yeah, yeah, totally, I agree. Um, I, I I guess I like having costumes more than I like don't having costumes, not having costumes, even if it's like a weird Van Helsing reference. I I don't know. It's it gives us something to talk about, at least. Yeah, it, it's it. You, you get to see conquer in other. um other scenarios like he it, it's fun that he got to play dress up and you know you get, like like i think it's fun when donkey kong is in a skylanders outfit i'm like oh that's cool yeah. that's that's a, a fun one-off you know i yeah, it's a want, look you don't get to see very often yeah i wouldn't want donkey kong wearing a yellow evil knievel jumpsuit in his day-to-day <laughs> but in in one game it's fun it's like mario party 2 yeah. seeing the characters dress up for each board it's fun it's it's different and i like having that for conquer but yeah totally i am glad we're past the point where army conquer is kind of what you always see when conquer is referenced like i like that we're back to bad fur day just agreed s- standard squirrel you know one thing i will say about his uh live and reloaded design this outfit this outfit was not made for Live and Reloaded. We recently got uh, that document from Chris Seaver uh, detailing what other bad fur day or other bad day would have been, and he has this outfit. He has the shorts. He has uh, this version of the hoodie. So this was a change they were planning to make even before Live and Reloaded. Yeah, for the worse. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I will say. Even though this whole game is it, it, it's a different flavor from the original Bad Fur Day, but I do still like it. I do still like overall how this game looks, even though it's kind of like 50 50. It's kind of like you you take certain elements. And it's like, oh, well, I like this one better in this version. I like this one better in that version. But overall, I do like that this kind of has a different flavor from Bad Fur Day, which felt uh, it reminded me more of Tex Avery Looney Tunes style. This one feels more like a DreamWorks or Pixar movie, the way uh, just the world looks. It's very detailed. Um, one of my favorite things, I, this is kind of moving away from the character designs a little bit, but um, y- you know in uh, Hungover around Birdie, Birdie, I think his design looks way better in Live and Reloaded. I love the sun hat and the gloves. But um, I also just like that general area with um there's like magazines littered about toilet paper Mm -hmm. uh there's an army helmet i think uh pumpkins mushrooms here and there it just feels a lot more lived in and you know that makes sense going considering you're going from 64 to xbox right but it's it's just little details like that that i like in live and reloaded and i i've seen a lot of people just prefer how bad fur day looks overall but i do feel like uh Live and Reloaded shouldn't be shrugged off so quick. No, it's definitely 
a nice compliment to Bad Fur Day. Yeah. Like, I don't think it's a good replacement for it, but it's like the Game Boy Advance remakes of the Donkey Kong Country trilogy where, oh, it, it's cool to see uh, a different take or a different angle or perspective of something that's well-worn territory. Yeah, and I and I think it makes it so either version is a valid one to play. It's not like one version just totally destroys the other version and is yeah. the definitive version. Here, it's like, oh, well, I can play Bad Fur Day and get a different taste and Live and Reloaded and get a different taste. It's great. Yep, yep, for sure. Um, and of course, you know, like Bad Fur Day, they had other ideas for Conquer Games following Live and Reloaded that never came to fruition because Live and Reloaded was not the successful relaunch of the Conquer brand like they were hoping it would be. And, uh, you know, then Conquer went into hibernation for several years. Uh, yeah. Luckily, he had all those nuts in his shorts. <laughs> it kept him. It kept him nice and warm. So the next gen of Conquer is kind of the the the, the Conquer and other stuff era, I, I guess we would call it Gen Four, uh, and this is also the low detail pixel versions of Conquer era, where uh, th- this is the first time Conquer had been in stuff not made by Rare, and I mm-hmm. of course am referring to both hashtag. I-D-A-R-B, IDARB, for uh, ease of pronunciation, and Minecraft, where, where Conquer got into both. Yeah, that's, uh, you know, obviously you look at them, uh, lower detail, uh, but you can tell they're Conquer. They really get the job done, get the point across, and, and they look good for what they are. Yeah, so it, it's interesting because one of the common criticisms that's been leveled against DKU character designs throughout the years is that they do tend to be overly complex. They're not simple, iconic, clean enough. You know, like like Mario, you 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 can break down Mario's character design any which way and you will probably recognize that as Mario. The benefit of mm-hmm. him first premiering in an arcade game in 1981 you know you 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 can add layers to it but when you break it down you just got this figure in overalls and a hat that's mario and you know the era where the dku was gestated 94 um with the promise of advanced computer modeling uh we've never had to have something that simple so you have more complex looks for them and so when you look at something like kazooie in idarb if you didn't know that was kazooie you may not be able to guess that that is actually supposed (laughs) to be kazooie i mean i like i i mean i think it's cool she's in there you know but even banjo it's you're kind of like yeah i can see that's banjo yeah sure uh, I think yeah. Conquer is instantly recognizable in IDARP. You look at that and you're yeah. like, that's Conquer. Fuck yeah. And I think that speaks to something. It's the bad fur day design of Conquer. Yeah. I think it speaks it's, something it's to very that simple. It's uh, yeah, you you've got the blue that's broken up by the zipper, you've got the big buck teeth, uh the the orangish color. It, it, it's Conquer. It's Conquer distilled to pixel form. It works for Conquer. Uh, so I think that speaks some, to something about the Bad Fur Day design that says, yay, that's, that's 
just as universally good as Mario. Eat shit. Eat shit, <laughs> everyone. Conquer on par with Mario. Maybe yeah, even you know, a better that's character what I design. Say every day. Yeah, maybe, maybe <laughs> he's even better. I don't. I don't know because I've never seen Mario and I Darb. Maybe they couldn't do yeah. it. Yeah, come on, get that Conquer movie moving. Illumination. Uh, in in Minecraft. Now I know he appears in his army fatigues in Minecraft. I regrettably have not played that much Minecraft in my life. Uh, th- does he ever appear outside of the uh, SHC? gear in minecraft or does he only appear in the army gear i think they had one in his normal outfit i gotta be honest Kyle. i haven't played much minecraft either but i was looking around for them dustin you're uh, my you're you're my youth correspondent how am i supposed (laughs) to know what the kids are up to if you don't the kids are all playing as conquer in in minecraft i know that's good to hear Um, that's good to hear that makes (laughs) makes me hopeful for the future yeah, when uh, Mario, when the Mario Minecraft stuff came out, they were like, "Oh, yawn, back to conquer." But um, <laughs> I, I do think the conquer in his uh, war for okay. So Gibbon in the chat says there are uh, regular skins and and with tail skins. Mm. So tail, tail skin sounds like a horrific snack food. Like, you know, they have pork rinds, you know, all over eating pig Tail skin. skin. Yeah. Mm, give yep. me. Mm, oh, man. <laughs> fry up some tail skins. Nom, nom, nom. Yeah, they're just hanging up on hooks. You can find them everywhere. <laughs> I mean, they are in, in a world of conquer. But yeah, like I'm just picturing like, I don't know, some some degenerate in conquer's world with a big bag of tail skins. <laughs> Yeah, this is gonna be real good on the fire tonight. Mm, yep. <laughs> Tailskin's my favorite Disney afternoon cartoon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Can I just go on a real I don't really quick have, rant I don't about re- Tailspin? Just I. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. I, I I brought this up. I think on our <laughs> Sea of Thieves streams on on DK Vine stream of thieves, which uh, you can tune in on our Twitch channel. Sundays, 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. British Summer Time to watch DK Vine's Stream of Thieves. Hey, Dustin, do you want to play Sea of Thieves with us tomorrow? Um, I think I'm going to have to drop out because I'm watching my parents' house and they don't have very good internet. Well, shit. I'm sorry. What are your parents up to? (laughs) Um, they are going out of town to California. California for a week to visit my mom's dad, who would be my grandfather. So they don't want to play Sea of Thieves either. I can ask them. I, okay. I mean, they've already left, so it All might right. be a little hard. Maybe they could pull see. off, you know, some place, uh, so, some some hotel that has an Xbox. <laughs> I'll tell them you better find one by tomorrow morning, or you're going to miss this once in a lifetime opportunity. Anyway, I uh, on DK Vine Stream of Thieves, I went on this rant how. Before I saw the Disney movie The Jungle Book, uh, I saw Tailspin. So, oh, uh, you saw Tailspin first. I saw Tailspin first, and so, and I, I, I never read the the book, the, the the actual Jungle Book. So I, I, I didn't know anything about it. So right, so I thought that these characters were just Tailspin characters. And then around that time, they re released Jungle Book in 
theaters and there's a, a happy meal tie into that too so i thought the jungle book was a new movie i didn't realize it was it was a decades old disney movie that was being re-released in the theaters i just thought it was walt disney's latest movie sometime after you know <laughs> the little mermaid and and so i thought it was a theatrical spin-off to tailspin and i was so confused dustin I was, Where are the planes? Where are the I, I was pirates? I was like, why isn't Baloo a pilot? Why is he making no reference to his ability to uh, you know navigate the sky? Why who the hell is Mowgli? Yeah, yeah. Who's this kid? Why why isn't Louie owning a nightclub? And why isn't he friends with <laughs> Baloo? Why are they antagonizing each other? Uh, why is it? <laughs> so, why so is he really went down in the years between Jungle Book and Tailspin? Where's Khan's business empire? Like, like the whole thing. Like, I, I, I was stumped, and and so uh, <laughs> Tailspin really screwed up my literary knowledge when it came to <laughs> that's the, so Kipling's crazy. classics. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It never occurred to me that someone could have seen. <laughs> tailspin first that, like nowadays that would be unheard of because tailspin's like a non-entity but wow heil was at the right place at the right time for it to to get the wrong impression right and everybody remembers you know uh and and talks about and celebrates ducktales but i was a tailspin kid dustin like where where is my revival where is my uh you know actually Tailspin is in that uh, recent DuckTales cartoon. They kind of turned it into like a... I, I guess since they realized this was going to be the only one to get a show, they kind of made it like a Disney afternoon shared universe. You have like Darkwing Duck. And they did work Tailspin in there. I kind of feel like they didn't have Baloo, but they it was... It was kind of like meant to be in the future. So like Kit and Molly were like adults and they were helping out the duck team with something. They were flying Blue's old plane. Mm, so okay. you, you still got some representation in there. All right. All right. I, I always feel like a person out of time because of my my age is just weird enough where I I missed out on the height of the original DuckTales. And it was all about Tailspin and nobody remembers Tailspin and then I was just old enough before uh, SpongeBob premiered that I stopped watching Nickelodeon, <laughs> and so and so. And now they're talking about SpongeBob, and I'm like, I'm just a man out of I time. I don't know what the kids like. I like I I know how uh, cavemen feel when they get frozen and they get thawed, <laughs> and and I, I'm just like, I don't understand this reference. I <laughs> I am the oh, we gotta man. take Kyle back to his own time. Yeah. Anyway, Andre says in the chat. <laughs> Um, wouldn't want to mess all these timely rants against Tailspin. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna have some competition with those Tailspin podcasts. <laughs> Where were we, Dustin? Uh, something about Conquer. Something I guess. about Conquer. Yeah, no, just uh, that he uh, also has the uh, the tail in Minecraft. Uh, they, they they give a couple different designs, but yeah, that was that was like the last like it was kind of a passing of the torch where you still had the live and reloaded representation of Conquer, but you could already yeah. see them veering back towards the bad fur day kind of designs around. So the it's funny you mentioned that Gibbon just got some pictures of the Conquer skins in Minecraft while we were discussing Tailspin. Yeah. Uh, these models look a lot better to me. Like he has the mouth. And what's interesting is one is Bad Fur Day Conquer and one is Live and Reloaded War Conquer. So yeah. you get both in there. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, lo- looks, you know, the, the, the Bad Fur Day 
um, Conquer. It looks very similar to uh, the Idarb Conquer. The Idarb Conquer is a little stouter and rounder, as is Idarb's style, compared to Minecraft, mm-hmm. which has the long, uh, narrow characters. But yeah, uh, it, it, it's I, I think Conquer is a great design, actually, even if he does I... reek of Cheetos. Yeah, I gotta be honest. I was thinking about it while putting these together. I think Conquer. I don't know. He's. I don't think he's my favorite like rare character altogether. But I do think he's my favorite character design rare ever made. It's just so. It just works so well. It's so simple, but like you know exactly who he is, what the design evokes. Right. Uh, it's great, and like I love Banjo and Kazooie, but just something about Conquer just appeals more to my uh, uh, cartoony enjoyments. And as somebody who's not rooted in design or animation, I I just I I like Banjo and Kazooie because it's like yeah, it's a bear with a bird in his backpack. Yeah, yeah, that makes yeah, sense. I mean, to... don't get don't get me wrong. I still love no. Banjo I and I know I know. I, I'm just saying like I, I I just like I'm more about concepts than I am actual appearance, right? So like yeah. I I like yeah Diddy is a a monkey wearing a a baseball cap I like that you know um mm-hmm. I don't I don't care what he looks like but I will get very hung up on the details because I love just the concept of Diddy right so mm-hmm. anyway um yeah I I mean that's something I will say is um all of these designs really do convey what the character is about because you look at Banjo. And, you know, he has his backpack, he has a shark tooth. It gets across that he is, you know, kind of this uh, laid-back explorer guy. Um, and with Conker, you know, he's a smart aleck uh, shithead. And yeah. that comes across in his more Looney Tunes-esque uh, design. So, uh, good on them. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, th- th- this this Gen Conker, early aughts to mid-aughts, but it immediately gave way to uh let, let's call it conquer gen 5 like every, everything is very condensed around this time because you had conquer appearing yeah. in idarp project spark and then young conquer in quick succession this was this was kind of like early renaissance era was like conquer was all of a sudden back and everywhere like mm-hmm. i i would say like conquer ruled the roost of the early renaissance before banjo and kazooie got into smash and and sort of uh, the focus was off of Conquer, but yeah, for for a while there, it was all about Conquer, and uh, which is also the sitcom I'm trying to pitch to networks. <laughs> all about Conquer, but all about Conquer. What we what you call Conquer Gen Five would be the Project Spark Conquer, which is the Conquer created entirely with Project Spark assets that they yeah. You know, I kind of put this one on its own, even though it really is kind of similar to, like, Minecraft. It is just a version of Conquer used for a different game. But I put it on its own just because it made, like, a pretty strong impression. Like, it really feels like it should be considered its own thing. I think partly because they created a game, a Conquer game, in Project Spark. So you, you have Conquer's world represented inside like the confines of this other game so it's not just we're, we're slotting in conquer into our pre-existing infrastructure it's we are recreating conquer's world from the ground up in project yeah, spark totally and i i am in love with this design and, and I, this this design gets a lot of shit outside of dk vine and i think it's because 
um it, it's so heavily associated with young conquer for some reason like you 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 hear project spark come up conquer's big reunion it's, and some people just conflate it with young conquer like it's this reflex thing that's um, not a, that's not the real conquer and i think also i remember like the big reunion trailer got heavily ratioed you know back when that was a thing like it got downvoted back when you see the downvotes on youtube heavily and and it mm-hmm. it was just um like more comments than actual likes right yeah. and and so and i think that was a large part like directed from prominent youtubers who like were like see they're not making a real conquer game they're just doing this instead we have to fight the power and and tell them we don't want this we want a real conquer game yeah it's like well it's this or nothing so take your pick right and, and they it was completely ignoring the fact that team dakota were going to great lengths working with rare uh to make sure that this was just right and mm-hmm. i've always been dicey about a conquer bad an actual sequel to conquer's bad fur day uh even you know seeing Seaver's plans for conquer's other uh day um or other bad day or whatever um i am just like eh, i like some of that but i really feel like that would undermine the ending to bad fur day I feel like it's just like, oh, Concord actually doesn't have any growth from Bad Fur Day. He's just the same mm-hmm. piece of shit that he kind of was. Uh, I thought he learned a lesson. Are we just really sacrificing all of this at, on the altar of jokes? Uh, and so it, it's always been something I've been... It sounds wrong to say I've been protective of because that makes me sound like I'm some shitty gatekeeping fan. But really, like I feel like the strength of Bad Fur Day comes from conquerors like the very over dramatic overwrought ending to bad fur day where, where conquerors yeah. like oh oh i guess it's not all about grabbing cash and getting drunk and uh ogling the ladies you know it's yeah <laughs> oh learned a life lesson there um and, and i was just like i i don't i don't want to backtrack from that right and so and I realize this is an episode about design and I'm just talking about plot and characterization, but uh, this is just in service in defending Big Reunion. Big Reunion yeah. got the tone of what a Bad Fur Day sequel should be just right in that you still have the jokes, but Conker himself, the character, was at a different point. He 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 was kind of beaten down and downtrodden and older and maybe, dare I say, a little wiser. <laughs> yeah, it's why, why, why are you laughing at my uh my comments like your uh pierre escargot oh, oh, from, oh little wiser yeah from from um, all that the uh <laughs> <laughs> oh, get him in the dku bathtub dwelling keenan thompson yes i am in my bathtub right now oh, no well, one can see it okay well then it's fine why don't you just say yeah. that now i know why you're <laughs> laughing like, I wanted it to be a big surprise. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, it's funny. Even in the uh, rare revealed video for Bad Fur Day, when talking with Chris Seaver, um, this is also going off on a tangent not related to design, but while it's up here. Sure. He says in the video, he says, you know, we're not the same people to make a Conquer sequel because he he says people would just want the original Bad Fur Day again, and that's not what they would want to do. Yeah. And I'm like, no, that's why I want it. I don't want 
you to just do bad for a day again i want it to be different yeah and i it, it would be interesting to see chris siever like make a conquer game now at this point in his yeah, life like modern I, day chris siever right. with modern day thoughts and sensibilities doing what a conquer game would be now i'd be all for it absolutely like i i when i say like i i'm not wild about those designs or those ideas for the conquer sequel like that that was contemporary that was like late 2002 yeah they were breaking that down in late 2001 i think like that that was you know i i think the time to do it would actually be as a more mature adult you know and and to go back that would be great fun yeah um but i i think team dakota nailed it and and they consulted with rare and rare told them hey this is what conquer would and would not do chris siever came back to do the voice uh it 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 was perfect it it was wonderful it was Mm -hmm. just a glimpse because we only got the first chapter before project spark was scuttled uh now i always argue that hey with project spark you know you can actually make the other chapters yourself you can conclude the story it's kind of a choose your own adventure at that point uh, they just got the ball rolling for us. So that's one way to look at it that kind of softens the blow there. But the design itself, because uh, one day I will do a, a spotlight episode on Big Reunion because I feel like it deserves it. It, it I, totally. I absolutely love, I adore Big Reunion. Um, I, I get more defensive about Big Reunion than I do Pocket Tales, right? Because Pocket wow. Tales, no, Pocket Tales, like I agree, it's it's not that great. Um, it just has a lot of fun concepts and weirdness to celebrate. Big Reunion, I think, is legitimately good. I I love what they were able to do within Project Spark and recreate Conqueror's world. It's a shame what happened to Project Spark because now it seems mm-hmm. like what people can do with dreams uh, on the PlayStation and just like Project Spark was kind of ahead of its time a little bit, like by a couple years. And it, mm-hmm. I feel like, had it come out a couple years later when Xbox is in a different place, when um, they've got a wider audience and and they're uh, more inclusive, like uh, reach than they, than they used to. I feel like Project Spark could have found uh, its its audience on Xbox. Yeah definitely especially with game pass you know and uh anyway yeah um, just load it up on game pass and make a game yeah just make what you want but um, um yeah i love this design as well i like since i first saw it i was like whoa that's such a good translation of his bad for a day design into the project spark style it, again it's just another a different flavor of conquer i like that it looks like a uh it looks like a little figure uh, whittled out of wood. It really does, which really works for a squirrel mm-hmm. character. Like, yeah, w- w- when when we talk about things like Paper Mario and uh, yarn or, or Wooly Yoshi and, and people are like, what would be a good Donkey Kong uh, version of that something that's often bandied about is what if we get like wood carvings or or something like to portray the kongs and and this is kind of like uh wood carved conquer a little yeah. bit and uh it, i i adore this I, I can see why some people wouldn't like it there's certain certain angles where his pupils look too big or, or his uh that, irises look too big yeah that's like my one complaint about it is there's a lot of times where his pupils and irises take up like his entire visible eyeball Uh and you know there's times they don't and it looks great i just feel like it's pretty common for them to take up like the whole thing 
and that that's just like a small little complaint because overall i love how this looks it it, it's just the bad fur day design uh made in project spark but it it just works so well even like the little zipper um in the middle of his hoodie it's got this like little uh instead of the hole it's got this little like swirly do like hieroglyphic um that you see that you see in project spark but it, it just like oh yeah that that's instantly recognizable it it looks like he's from the woodlands. It just ha- mm-hmm. conveys all of this imagery and feeling. And I, I mean, this is my favorite Conquer design. And I know Cameron has said the same thing. Uh, I know you've said the same thing. This is like if Conquer looked like this for the rest of time, I would be happy. Yeah. You know what my favorite thing is about it is, um, you know, we talked about the. Uh, the fur on live and reloaded conquer this conquer looks furry but it's like implied fur implied like it's sculpted yeah. fur yeah rather than like crazy uh fur effects uh reoccurring strange be- bedfellow crash bandicoot kind of did the same thing when they did those remakes a while back they kind of gave him like fur effect that didn't look very good to me personally i'm just saying but uh, then they recently did a new Crash Bandicoot 4 where they did like exactly this. They just like sculpted fur on him to be like, yeah, now you can tell he's furry, but we don't have to go overboard with how it looks. And I think that really works with Conker here, especially like even in Bad Fur Day, his muzzle, his cheeks just look like smooth skin. But here you can see the fur on him and it looks great. Yeah, it, it, it's it's just I, I'm I'm kind of speechless because I'm yeah you're right like the the furry cheeks and it's it just like all of the little bits that have worked on various conquer designs over the years it all comes together here in in big reunion Project Spark of all things this is where it comes together and in some ways this is kind of an enduring conquer design because so many of the assets from this game have wound up in Microsoft's office suite. Uh, where <laughs> you, you can pull this up as clip art in 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 various uh, applications, and so if you want to liven up your uh, your spreadsheets or your presentations, your powerpoints, I don't know, uh, pull them up in your office, and and there's the Feho from Big Reunion. Yeah, you know i I would not be upset if uh, in some hypothetical world we got like a full Conquer game that looked like this. I I would demand it. I I'm gonna yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna write to everybody right now. Uh, president of Nintendo, president of Xbox, president of the United States, all the presidents <laughs> uh, except Putin, and we're we're gonna get them on board with this. Uh, I think this is yeah. A your idea. letter's gonna say, please use this conquer, please. <laughs> I'll do it with finger paints. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I love the idea of little Hyle just dipping his finger in purple, laying on his stomach, uh, uh, <laughs> waving his feet in the air, being like, I wee wee want this conka, please. Yeah, Whittle Hyle, who's complaining about <laughs> wearing a little jughead hat. Who's complaining about tailspin from 30 years ago. Uh, <laughs> this is also the uh, the only time we saw Conker completely nude. Yeah unfortunately unfortunately i thought it was titillating (laughs) yeah i thought this was gonna be the conquer going forward (laughs) 
Yeah, because he wakes up uh, at the beginning of Big Reunion and he, he's had a uh, a dalliance with some squirrels from Project Spark. Uh, he, he's had this uh, kind of sexual free-for-all the night before, uh, pulling one of them out of, out of his cavity. And um, <laughs> yeah, we, we, get, we get like what Conker looks like without a shirt or hoodie. Yeah, it, it's funny how this is the first time it's happened. Yeah, yeah, you um, you would think there would have been some sort of joke in Bad Fur Day somewhere along the way, but no. Yeah, it, it's also, the gag I like here is uh, Conker gets a sensor bar over his crutch. Right, which we um, always see, except in Live and Reloaded, uncensored. But, yeah, but then it goes away once he puts his hoodie on. He <laughs> right. never... <laughs> That's he. That, he didn't block that area. That, that I mean, that's a joke on par with unzip unzipping uh, nothing. Yeah, in bad fur. Day. I love it. It's, yeah. it's so good. The one thing I don't like about nude conquer, <laughs> <laughs> and unfortunately, this is a big one. They decided to give him finger and toenails. Yeah, I that's that weird weird choice. I don't I don't know. I don't I don't know. <laughs> I why. like that it's weird and ugly and bizarre. I, like I wouldn't want them to take these away, especially not now you've already established it. But boy, when I first saw those fingernails and toenails, I was like, Ugh! "What what why did they do this?" Maybe because but... they wanted you the player to want to get Conker's clothes back. So <laughs> they couldn't make it too appealing if he was in the buff. That's true. They don't want it to be a downgrade when he puts his gloves back on. No. It, it's it's just a little... Uh, I guess I'm very glad he has these gloves now, because I can't imagine rolling giant poo balls around when you have these fingernails. You're going to have to do a lot of uh, a lot of digging afterwards. I mean, I assume Conker's always had fingernails and toenails. It's just one of those like implied things that sometimes we see him in greater detail than other things like you know with with the kongs and and their various yeah. like design fluctuations over the years like no donkey kongs always had nostrils we just don't always see them cuz they're not always that pronounced like right you know he he doesn't just always have holes in his skull where his nose would be you know he, he does have a <laughs> nose supporting those nostrils it's just it's not always super visible right um, I don't know if it's just me, but it looks like his hoodie's a, it might just be because of the style, but his hoodie looks a little baggier here than it does before. And I like that a lot. It gives it, uh, it kind of gives him a more unique shape. Yeah. And he's, he's kind of disheveled a bit more as yeah. a result. Like he's, he's unkept, mm. like he's going through something. And especially if this is the same hoodie he had back in 2001. You know, it's, it's stretched out a bit. You know, he's might, he might've put on a few pounds over the years here or there, stretched it out. Um, he's lived. Conker has been through it. And, and this design celebrates that. Yeah, totally. I, I guess there's not much else to say about it, but boy, is it just so good. One thing that the design did do was uh, his shoes. I don't know if you can tell. So they're basically the Bad Fur Day shoes, but they they re-added a little uh, circular, like, it's a spiral shape where the, the Converse logo would be. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I never noticed that. So I, I don't, like, I, I don't know... 
why Team Dakota put that there because it's not there in, in the Bad Fur Day design or the Live and Reloaded design. It, it harkens back to the Gen 1 Conquer design. But yeah, it, it, it's interesting that he's... Uh, at least it might define who makes these shoes in-universe. The Spiral Corporation. <laughs> My favorite. Um, yeah, and you know, it's funny... Uh, I believe on Twitter, Chris Seaver thought this would be the design they would be using in the next Conquer game. Yeah, it's a shame we have to go from our favorite Conquer design to this. And and, and let me be upfront about this, right? Because uh, I know people who might not know DK Vine and our sensibilities might be tuning into this thinking, oh, yeah, I can't wait to see them tear Young Conquer a new one. And that's not what I want to do here. I don't yeah. want to shit-talk Young Conquer as a game, as a concept. I, I think, you know, there, there are definitely criticisms that can be leveled at it. And in one area in particular, that is the criticism we'll be getting to today. But I, I don't like this notion of just slagging on the game, like, Definitely. wholesale um mm -hmm. it's a game i very much want to play i would Same. love to have the hololens i would love to give it a shot i would look forward to that i i am jealous that gibbon has gotten to play it so Same. uh and i'm avoiding her youtube uh demonstration of it because i don't want to be <laughs> spoiled by it but i have seen footage. oh i watched it all oh okay well i have seen footage so i feel like i can at least talk about how this looks in motion a little bit but the Conquer design for Young Conquer, whoops. Yeah, whoops. That, that's it. It really sucks because what I've seen of Young Conquer, everything else about it, I like how it looks. Like there's NPCs in there, and they fit like right in perfectly with Conquer. Yeah. Um. There's like a the file cabinet, the file itself. They just look like characters you would see in Conquer's world. And it just really sucks that the one stumble they have is on Conquer himself. Yeah, I don't know what happened here. And, and granted, Young Conquer, unlike Big Reunion, Young Conquer was not made with input from Rare. Um, mm -hmm. it, 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 it's kind of just a, a, a rogue uh, entity in the library here. Uh, that, that's not to say, like, uh, it, it gives us free range to you know knock it i i don't want to uh shit talk it too much here uh but yeah. i will shit talk to this this design because i hate this conquer design i hate it dustin <laughs> i this uh i i just got done talking about how interesting it is that you can break down conquer to very simplistic pixel art and it still looks recon recognizably like him like, there, there is something actually that really works iconically with Conqueror's design. So I don't know why they changed it so much to the point where it's virtually unrecognizable. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, everyone else has already trashed this design. I will say it's very expressive. It is, um, but so was Bad Fur Day Conquer. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm, I I feel like on its own, it's not the worst thing out there. It's just telling me it's Conquer is when I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. Old football I, head. Old football head, yeah. Dustin. Uh, and, and like I said, football head. The, the original Gen 1 Conquer had the little dent in his head. 
but this this is just like the McDonald's arches. It, it's like uh, <laughs> I I don't know about it. I, I I see it, but I'm not hungry. I'm not loving it. I I I'm gonna keep driving. I would rather eat tail skins than this. <laughs> you fry them up, jeez. Yeah, put this thing out of its misery. Put that tail to good use. Um, do you, how do you describe this, Dustin? Because you, the, Ugly? the exp- <laughs> You know what it is? You know what's the big thing about it that bothers me? And I feel like this is a design that could be saved if it weren't for the eyes. The eyes are too high up. They're like protruding from his head like a weird frog. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't look like a squirrel. Yeah. Granted, granted, the real conquer doesn't really look like a squirrel. But you, you can squint and see it. This looks like... He does look like a, uh... Like a, a a snack food mascot or of some sort, like one hundred percent. Yeah, that, yeah, that sells it exactly, and that's that really is what makes it so hard for me. Is it feels like if they did like one more pass at this, it it could have worked. It could have passed as conquer, but I I really think it's his eyes being up too high. Like in all the other ones, his eyes are right above his muzzle, and here they're it's like they put his eyes on his forehead. Yeah. And it it would make all the difference if they just reworked the eyes, but they didn't. And that's why we're here. Not so positive about it. They also just like stretched out the head. It's, it's Mm -hmm. like taking something in Photoshop and, and you're, you're just stretching it. You're not like preserving the, the actual definition of it. So it it looks like they stretched out his head and then stretch out. It, It looks like we talked about the Super Mario 64, uh, opening uh, head of Mario where you got to like pull on him. It looks like they pulled on Conker. Like, it looks like they took the Conker's pocket tail's head and they were able to somehow do the Super Mario 64 manipulation of it. And then they, they eventually like, they're like, okay, that looks ugly enough. Let's start the game. Yeah. It's, I, I, I really don't want to slag it too hard just because, you know, someone did work on this. Someone put some sure. effort into designing him. But boy, is this my least favorite conquer? It is interesting that he's got the he's got the hoodie, right? Um. Well, yeah. In the one picture, he has his hoodie. The thing is, I've only seen the parts of the game where he's, he's a spy? like a super spy. Yeah, he's yeah. Got, he's got it, the it, slinky, it like, slinky suit. Yeah, it seemed like there was going to be like different chapters where he would have different costumes. We've seen concept art for like a Wild West, uh, setting, like a pirate setting. We saw. So I would assume Conquer would have different outfits based on those, and those would have been cool to see. But considering we only see the spy suits, I think that also kind of it. It just doesn't feel right. Just everything about this design looks and like the he looks so like lanky. His arms and legs feel stretched out with like big hands and feet. He does. And speaking, I, speaking of hands, he doesn't wear his gloves. Either. Yeah, he doesn't wear his gloves again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I. You you mentioned how the big reunion conquer looked like he'd been whittled out of wood, and, and so here's my impression of big reunion versus young conquer. Uh, big reunion looked like someone named Woodrow whittled Bad Fur Day out of a tree stump on their front porch in Appalachia. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, Young Conker <laughs> looks like a clown named Pongo made balloon animals and taffy monsters to lure children into his van. Here's Conker. Here's that squirrel you know and love. Get in here. And you're right, because the rest of Young Conker, I like the look. I like the look of the characters. I like the way Barry looks in the game. I like the way the professor looks. I like the... All the like the the filing cabinets and all of the googly eyed characters that you encounter. Yeah, yeah, that's, they that's feel like they yeah they feel like they perfectly fit characters that would be in Conker's world. So I I just don't know what happened with Conker himself. And what also sucks is all Conker's like dialogue. You know, he's voiced by Chris Seaver again, but all the dialogue feels like things Conker would say. So it really just feels like just the design it feels like something pretending to be conquer and doing a good job of it but got the cheapest halloween costume they could so gibbon who has played the game um you know is able to procure a hollow lens and and give it a whirl says uh well complains first that i need to watch the videos i don't want to be spoiled look i don't know if i'm ever going to get a new conquer game in my life this is my last chance so I don't want to spoil myself any more than I already have been spoiled by watching someone else play it and have fun with it, right? Like, like mm-hmm. I, I've, I've got to save the experience of maybe my last Conquer game ever. Uh, to, to I've got to save that experience by actually playing it. But uh, Gibbon says it's a very ellipses French design. Like, I was very reminded of Rayman with some of the character designs in the game. So I'd like to point out that. that it was clearly intended to be episodic since he starts out in the hoodie and swaps into the spy suit for the spy adventure. So, like, keep in mind the way the player is viewing the game. They're basically viewing Conker from up high at an acute angle. He's got this big exaggerated head and eye so that you can still see its expressiveness from that viewpoint. I get that. That makes sense. I just don't like how it looks. <laughs> Yeah, I, I can see that reasoning. I can totally see that being, you know, if you're from way up high, you still want the characters expressions to read. But I feel like you could have still done that and had his eyes in their right place, at least. I feel like it's it's one of those things like the uh, nuts and bolts design of Banjo. I don't like the nuts and bolts design of Banjo. But when I'm playing nuts and bolts, it feels fine. It, it, it yeah. works within the context of the game, but when you distill it down to promotional artwork, screenshots, I'm like, oh, oh, ugh, ah, mm, no. Yeah, I don't know what it is, because, like, there's small things in Banjo's design, like his eyes could be bigger, but overall, when playing the game, it it looks fine, but then, yeah, you look at the concept art, and, like, the fur is so much more detailed, and he's always baring his teeth. Yeah, and, and but like it, it works when you're playing the game, right? Yeah, so I totally. I can get Gibbon's point where yeah, this looks like uh, some something that crawled out of the sewer mm-hmm. when you're when you're just looking at footage of it out of context or screenshots or or artwork. But when you're actually playing it, it works fine. I have no problem believing that, and and you're absolutely right. That is probably the case. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean I have to like the design, no. I I, I don't. I'm sorry. Um, it just doesn't feel. And like, uh, she provided another uh, a shot of Conquer in the f- 
episode one, I guess, uh, where he's wearing the hoodie. And um, it's interesting that he doesn't have the gloves, but he's got the hoodie and shoes. So it it's kind of like if this is like Conker circa 1999, early 2000, like the, the halfway point between um, Pocket Tales and Bad Fur Day. Um, it'd be interesting to like he's he's still putting together the ensemble. He doesn't have the gloves yet, but he's got the hoodie. Um, yeah, he's getting there. He's getting there. But yeah, there's just something about this conquer that even seeing him like straight on like this, it just doesn't feel right. I I just hate this guy. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Looking at looking at the screenshot, it's not just the eyes, but it feels like his mouth is a lot wider too, and that doesn't make for a great combination. It looks like he's been jokerized, right? Like a, oh, vic- a victim of the Joker from Gotham City, from off of Gotham City. Right. Oh, and, you know, maybe playing the game, maybe when you have Conker making his little Chris Seaver quips, maybe you do kind of. Oh, Chris Seaver didn't do the voice. Did Chris Seaver do the voice? Yes, yes, he did do the voice. Okay. But he he did say on Twitter he didn't know he was going to look like this. I, I think I think he said in a tweet he assumed they would just reuse the Project Spark model. Okay. Yeah. But, well, you know, it is what it is. That being said, I very much want to play Young Conquer. It is on my bucket yeah, list. Uh, I'm envious of anybody who has gotten to play it. It's just a shame there's such a high threshold to be able to play it. Because I would love to give it a fair assessment. I would I would love... I'm sure I would find all these positives. As we've already found before we've even played it. I'm sure I there's a lot to love about it. And it's just a shame that it's just so hard to play. Yeah. yeah. I, I wonder if public opinion on it would change if it was more easily accessible and people could kind of play it and gel with it a little more. Because all people have to go off of now is how it looks. And yeah. that's not a great first impression. I mean, it's it's probably slightly more accessible than Project Spark is. Just that you, <laughs> you can get it and play it. And there's not... Yeah, you all, can get it. it. There's not all of these uh, you know parameters to, to be able to play it. But... Um, yeah, it's just, it's just one of those things, like, I'm very defensive of Big Reunion, and I'm like, oh, if only people could have given it a fair shot, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's the same thing with Young Conquer, except I haven't been able to give it my own fair shot, so, it's... <sighs> right. Yeah. Boy. Old Conquer's had quite a ride. Yeah, he, he certainly has, Dustin, he certainly has. Like I said, it, it's been constant reinvention, uh for 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 a a franchise that's only had three like actual mainline games and it's just like appearances and other stuff uh along the way um i mean i guess you count big reunion as a mainline game but there's an asterisk next to that you know it's it's part of a package of another game so mm-hmm. uh you know conquer f- for something that has only had three games he's had uh whole and i guess young conquer is a conquer game i'm sorry yeah you're right you're right so let's say five conquer games but three that are considered mainline like made by rare made by you know in-house with with uh heavy oversight so um he's been different in each one almost uh except for diddy kong racing and pocket tales he's been different in each one so uh, I, I think we broke it down, though. I don't think there's anything else we can really say about Conquer. Um, yeah, 
I and you know what? I'll say this: given um, how much he's changed, um, I guess except for Young Conquer, I would say all of these are strong designs. You know, I have my preferences, but I would say even in Live and Reloaded, which is a step down, I I still think that's a pretty good design. I mean, I still want to play as this character. Yeah, yeah, I I I, I like the the lemon liminess of his shorts even if i don't like that he's wearing <laughs> shorts you know yeah uh, there's there's a, like about each one and uh it would be nice if we could you know maybe once you know they they feel comfortable enough that bad for day conquer is the established brand the look of conquer it'd be cool if we could get the variations the variants of of conquer and other merchandise um I would love to have a little wood sculpture of the big reunion conquer. Like, oh, that'd be so good. I'm sure somebody could do it for me on Etsy. I, you know, I haven't haven't looked about commissioning it. Uh, I don't have a lot of money to throw around on on merchandise these days because I have spent it all. Uh, you know, but yeah, I, I would definitely like that. I think it complements the Skylanders Donkey Kong quite well. Actually, they look like they could be part of the same game. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I, man, now I wish there was just like a DKU themed game where you could just play as all of them. Yeah, all of them made out of wood and wearing jumpsuits. <laughs> yep, yep. And then uh, you 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 see the original game uh, that they're from, and you're like, why aren't they wearing jumpsuits? I thought they were always wearing jumpsuits. This doesn't make any <laughs> sense to me. Why isn't Conker wearing his lime green classic jumpsuit? That's a tendon to tailspin. This has been a File 2 production. Terrico.